It took me 36 years to get into this community. I worked in construction. I worked in sales. I was, I was in the military. I deployed. I worked for the government. I worked in intelligence. I did everything that anyone could possibly do. I, I have a very short attention span. I have, ne I have never, ever worked in a community that is as rewarding and that is as diverse as this community. And I would not trade it for the world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if I could have your attention, please. I want to welcome, uh, well, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm on the podcast, but fuck it, I'll welcome you anyway. Welcome to Maxwell Bros. Bros. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, super stoked to be here with all of y'all. Looking forward to meeting every one of you. Um, it's going to be a fun, long day here, a long evening. It's going to be great. Five hours. Um, DJ, can we kill that uh, music over there, uh, front house? All right, music's being killed. But, so, um, this is, of course, Nick's idea here. I don't know if you guys know Nick Menes from, well, please. Woo! Nicolas. Yeah, from, from this, from Pancom Podcast with 8th uh, grade basketball MVP Michael Beltran. And Chili Cookoff champion. And Chili Cookoff champion. None of that ever happened. 8th oh, yeah. grade basketball I MVP. was an 8th grade basketball champion. Was Nick looks like he's set up to DJ the event after we're done for, yeah. the, for couples dancing. Maybe. <laughs> it's also <laughs> What's that tonight? number one birthday song? I feel like it's a Keenses setup, and I'm, yeah. I'm not mad at it. It's pretty good. Yeah. So um, for those of you that do know me or don't know me, um, uh, I am uh, one of the owners, uh, along with Todd Maxwell here to my right, of a fire pit hospitality, uh, which has Lincoln's Beard, Strange Beast, Maxwell Bros, um, Cry Baby, which will be launching here soon. Um, Let them know next door. Yeah. Time's up. And, Hashtag. Uh, That's what the hashtag means, right? Hashtag and, time's and, up. <laughs> uh, I, cannot, I cannot say anything. So, um, so subtle. Anyway. But we like to do really crazy shit. So when Nick was like, hey, let's do a dinner there. We had just done a dinner over at Ariette, for those who haven't been there. Beautiful, beautiful establishment um, by uh, Mr. Mike here next to me. Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike. I'll it's take like it. The traffic hour with Mr. Mike. So, um, and it was a beautiful, intimate evening. It was, it was very nice, very classy. Um, unlike Mr. Mike and Peter here, I'm a public school kid, so I don't really know classy. So great. Cool. I'm like we're Columbus kids, so it's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so, so it's the same. We just paid for it. So I'm like, you know what? Let's do some fun shit. Let's do some crazy shit. I'm gonna make my T-shirt cannon, which other than a claw machine is the only thing I've ever wanted in life, and now I have one, and I built it myself. So, but to start things off, if I could have everyone's attention. If you get hit by the T-shirt. It is Grammy Award winning no, uh, nominee, maybe someday, nominee. Oh, man, this is, I can't wait for this. Danny Diaz, also bartender at Lincoln's Beard Woo! and a man with a voice of an angel. Please stand for your national anthem. Yeah, yeah baby. Oh. This is the national anthem. We gonna get groovy. Oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light? 
was so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight was so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Oh, oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave? Thank you. Thank you. Okay, that's proof our country is over, right? The man with the golden voice. And welcome to the next episode of Pancom Podcast. This is ridiculous. (laughs) This episode of Pancom Podcast is brought to you by The Barrel. The Barrel is a brand new sponsor of ours here on Pancom Podcast. They are a uh, Miami-made Barbecue grill. Made in Dade. Made, made, they are made in Dade. Made in Dade. However, uh, they are very careful to let you know it's not a grill or a smoker. It's the barrel. So this is actually like a really cool looking uh, cylindrical barrel shaped grill smoker. I guess roaster also. They're telling you that it's none of those things. It's just the barrel. Mm. Um, some of the benefits. The ability to be hands off when cooking, which allows you to truly enjoy the people you are cooking for. That's what it's all about, people. That is what it's all about. That's what so, it's all about. I, I don't, I can't speak on like the scientific matter of that, but it does kind of make sense because uh, air circulation. So exactly. I guess that's what it's about. So another benefit, the capacity of the barrel as compared to horizontal grills and traditional smokers. Mm. So you can fit more stuff in there. The versatility of the barrel. All different types of foods that can be cooked in it, like vegetables, chicken, ribs, yeah. fish, steaks, pizza, etc. Sleek and sexy looking, it automatically becomes a topic of conversation, the barrel. I think this is why they were drawn to this podcast, is they knew, like, these are guys who can relate to calling yourself sleek yeah. and sexy. Transport, tra- transportability? Transportability. Transportability. That's right. Chugga chugga. Of the barrel. It is a compact and can be easily transported and assembled to take to the beach tailgating the park because it can be broken down and reassembled so easily you could conceivably i mean listen i oh, know i know that, you're driving okay, around in that boat of a cadillac but you could take it you could tear it down <laughs> throw it in the back of the caddy 
How many grills can you throw in the back of the Have cab? you ever seen the trunk of a Cadillac from 1961? No, it I know they're big. several, several, several bodies. I know, but bodies are more malleable than barrels. That's actually a good point. I'm actually, once once we get our barrel, right? once we get our barrel, I think a good test would be, does it fit in the trunk of the Cadillac? I think we should do this. This is a great test. This is good. If, you're a, if you are a uh, Series 62, mm-hmm. six, if you're a Series 62 owner, can you put the barrel in the trunk of your caddy? Um, so, uh, like Mike said, when we get our hands on this thing, we have not yet. We will soon. Uh, so, strap in because we're going to have updates on when we finally get our hands on the barrel. Maybe we'll like grill some stuff when we are watching fights or something. Who knows? Uh, you can find out more about the barrel at barrelthebarbecue.com, barrelthebbq.com. Again, barrelthebbq.com. And oh, by the way, if you're in Miami, you can uh, purchase a barrel. If you're not an online shopping kind of person, you can purchase a barrel at Josh's Premium Meats in mm. South Miami. Josh Pasquale, of course, past guest of the podcast. Check them out. New shop. New things looking good. That's right. And uh, just so you know, it's not a grill or a smoker. It's a barrel. If you're buying online at barrelthebbq.com, you can use promo code PANCON10. That's P-A-N-C-O-N, the number one, the number zero, PANCON10 for, you want to know what that gets you? I I can't wait to find out. I'm $100 gonna... off. Wow. A hundred dollars off. Wow. Just for you being a listener of Pang Kong Podcast. Pang Kong 10. Uh-huh. You get a hundred dollars off. 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 Michael Beltran, the Oprah of barbecue grill smoker roaster Ooh, things. Ooh, man, Watch I out. love this. God, this is good. This episode of Pang Kong Podcast is also brought to you by Steelite International. Uh, Steelite International who sell Mike and so many of his restaurants uh, their dinnerware, mm-hmm. is the world's leading supplier of tabletop and buffet products for the global hospitality industry. Mike, tell the people a little bit about why you go with Steelite. I think that in my experience and my years of uh, obviously working with different providers when it comes to plateware, Steelite has provided a unique opportunity to cater to every level of dining when it comes to, you know, uh, easy dining. If you were going to talk about a place like Chugs and all the way to fine dining, when you talk about a place like Ariette, they have incredible options. They have, uh, they work with great people to provide great service. And I think that the varied options that they do provide gives you an opportunity as a chef to really showcase what you do on the plate. So they are committed to providing the best in functionality and design while minimizing the effect on our environment. They have 12 showrooms worldwide. So what's up? Including Atlanta, Chicago, Cincinnati, Hong Kong, London Town, Los Angeles, Madrid, New York, Toronto, Washington, D.C., and, of course, Youngstown, Ohio. I love the Youngstown, Ohio. I know. It's just so random. Very curveball-y in there. Steelite services more than 140 countries with dual headquarters located in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and Stoke-on-Trent, United Kingdom, along with 500,000 square feet of manufacturing facility. Visit steelite.com for info. That's S-T-E-E-L-I-T-E.com for info. 
Mike, is there? Let's just for the sake of throwing, uh, let's make the shameless plugs for you too. Sure. Are there like a? Is there like a dish or two that comes to mind where you're like plating it here? Made a lot of sense, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, there was a dish that they provided for our monkfish Wellington for one of the side dishes. Okay. For it, which is the squid ink gnocchi with the truffle on top and then the truffle jus underneath it. I mean, I've been looking for a plate that was like, that could fit that and what I wanted it to look like. And, um, you know, it was it was the only one I found of its kind that I very much thought fit. <laughs> the, the, the fact that nobody shot him during that is proof that our country's over, right? Wow. Like, it's done, How right? do you even yeah. follow that up? We just for, the hair. He forgot the flag. I just, I mean, I have one on my tumbler here. I know, but still, I mean, it was just That's so epic. I, I just, man. I don't think there's any follow-up to that. That's the appropriate flag quality level on your tumbler for that song. Right. For that performance, I should yeah, say. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. We have a veteran on the stage in case you're upset. So, what do you got? Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you want to describe the dish here? Say well, no. Oh, me? Well, I mean, yeah, if you I want. I describe the dish. I can describe it if is, you like. Is that a job for Mario? Well, I don't know. Let's, let's, I, listen, I, think, I, I have to say this one. We oh, have, we have, oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. We, wait, we have an absolute show full of a bunch of so many fucking weird stuff. Okay, and we decided curse. to uh, bring on our good friend. Great friend. Great, okay, great yes. Friend, great friend. Another Columbus graduate. Um, and he is going to rap. Rap. Oh, no, I'm, I was right? You're going to do more poetry about each course. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're going to do Woo! the thing. All right, we're going to do the thing. No one else wants to do your thing. I'm sorry. You're Somebody on your wants own. to do the clap? Or no? Okay, come on. Let's see what you got. All right, here we go. So first, but of course, let's start with some bread. We have some mojo garlic rolls with a bocadito spread. Paired with a beer and avenge me Irish red. Enjoy and thank you for coming. That's what she said. Oh, yes! <laughs> nice, nice. God, that's probably the best rap you've ever done in your life. Thank you so much. Mario Obergon, everyone. You're a hero. Mario Obergon. Someone get him a beer. So for those of you that are here for food, thank you for coming. For those of you that are here to listen to a podcast, I'm sorry. Yeah, you paid uh, for the I food. I apologize ahead of time. Terrible idea. Just so you know, this podcast is an absolute fucking shit show, and it always is, and even more so in this uh, dynamic. Oh, yeah. So we usually talk about a bunch of random shit. So I'm, I'm uh, okay. I Nick, think we uh, need to do a little bit of introduction. No, setting, setting this knows, up a little bit. But everyone knows who the fuck these two guys are. They've been on the show before. Absolutely so, no. All right, Nick, this no is your job. Nick, is. Nick yeah. is inserting himself as the producer some to give people, structure to the so show, said, and here yeah. you are. Some people will listen to this who are not here. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, 22 other people. Exactly, and for all 22 of them, this is who this is My for. mom. And listen, Peter's mom is <laughs> going to listen to this, and she's going to be lost. She called me right before this. She goes, honey, how do I watch it? Sadly, we're not on TV. Thankfully for a lot of people. Yeah, for all the TV people. Do the things, Nick. Do all the things. You are listening to or watching or dining with Bang Gong Podcast. I'm Nick Jimenez. This is 8th Grade Basketball MVP Michael Beltran. We are joined by John Falco, creator of his own t-shirt cannon. You introduce yourself as a bunch of other things, but I'll say them again. The, one of the 
faces, the face, because your partner very wisely lets you take all the heat. It's a good, of smart fire, move. Of fire pit hospitality. What a smart move. Human shield. Strange beast, Lincoln's beard brewing, and of course, Maxwell Brothers and Crybaby Creamery. And we are also joined by Peter Santamaria, printmaking artist. And was he the first artist on Pan Compa? The first I don't know. Is he actually only, like, the only famous person on stage Definitely right not. Definitely the not. Only no one knows who I am. Person Definitely not. Thank you so Please much for coming. Please don't overhype me. Yeah. I cannot live up to that. So now that we've done the introductions and everyone is eating food and it looks like it's going pretty this well. This is just how I get free drinks when I show up at your places. Is that what I'm it like, is? Oh, the artist guy. Everybody likes to have one creative friend. I, then you are my only creative then, friend. That's fine. Yeah, Please that, that's pretty much have it. no others. I will be jealous. So on the show, we usually talk about a bunch of random shit. Um, okay, Nick is going to interrupt once small again. Brian Laundry has been found. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. How much are the raffle tickets? Just $1 an entry, but you can buy as many as you want. $1, $1. So here's the situation. You can all hear me okay? Okay. So we are raffling a number of items. Everybody on their, at your place setting, you have a ticket. So you already have one entry in this raffle just by virtue of being here. Uh, there is a whole bunch of barware that we were hooked up with by Steelite. So thanks to Steelite, there is... Uh, some Thank you, Steelite. There's Thank cocktail you. mixing stuff. There's two wine decanters. We also have a guest in all the way from Connecticut. Woo! Oh. Where, uh, this That's is the, incredible. Connecticut is the birthplace of the Pez dispenser. She brought us two. No shit. And we will be raffling them separately. You could win a Pez dispenser. This might be the best prize on the table. Here's what we're doing. You already have one entry. If you would like, tell your server that you the want to... the best place to store your Adderall. Tell your Half server of you are on it. that you want to buy more entries. A lot of it's people one, just admitted to it. It's $1 an I entry. It's $1 an entry. All the proceeds from... It's not just for kids anymore. All the proceeds from additional entries will go to Cuba Decide to help keep cell phones active in Cuba. Data plans in Cuba active through Cuba Decide. So all of the proceeds from you buying extra entries in these raffles. We're going to do raffles throughout the podcast, throughout the night. So tell your server you want to buy more of them, and that's where all that money is going. That's unfortunately, that's unfortunately oh, you guys did not clip enough mini Cuban flags to your cars. So Cuba is not yet liberated, Nick, unfortunately. Nick, thank you so much for all the required things that we tried had harder. to do. That was your moment. I have a random question for all the people here. Who here knows of the infamous and very methodical and famous person also known as Pastelito Papi. Raise your hand if you know who this human being is. I want to give a round of applause for Pastelito Papi himself. He's here in the audience. I am fucking shocked that the man made it. He has a very busy day baking pastelitos for the world and being on Power 96 and oh, doing shit. podcasts. Thank you so much. He also provided another course for tonight. So, how the fuck do we do this? Oh, How man. are we going to engage all 70 of these people in the cheap seats? Well, the, the first time? thing we have to do is give the people in the back a job. Uh, Hater, I'm, I'm nominating you as the captain of the back, okay, since you're planning on seceding from the podcast. What's, what's going to happen is what you guys don't know is Mike Beltran DM'd uh, Brian Laundry uh, before the show, the guy who supposedly <laughs> is on the <laughs> loose. Very dark. Uh, and uh, <laughs> if he shows up in the, through the doors, Hater, let us know, okay? Take him out. We'll take take him, out. him out. He's a block print artist, by the way. Apparently. All right. The, the, um, uh, by the way, uh, Hydar, Hadar, 
Oh, uh, his own his own wife does not pronounce his name. Sorry, Monty. <laughs> Hi, are you hearing me back there, bud? Yep. All right, good, 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 good. Okay, cool. Just making sure we can hear about that. So, usually on the podcast we talk about interesting things. I am I feel very fortunate that we're in a place that I'm surrounded by two people I found to be I find to be very creative, uh, into collaborations, into working with other people in the city. So. We do food and beverage. You do art. I'm the odd man out. You're the odd man out. I weaseled my way into this. Did you? Th- look, it's been my goal for a long time to get into Miami's elite class, okay? <laughs> and uh, I tried in 2012 through the gallery scene. I sold out my first solo art show, and the uh, gallery owner, um, very well-known guy, Lombardi. Show Dave off. Lombardi. If you know, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm calling names here. If you know him, tell him to get a hold of me, because now I can sell even more. Uh, we sold out the show, and I said, let's do it again. And he didn't want to book me again, and I said, okay, well, how else do I get in bed with the Miami elites? And so I started hanging out with you guys. Wow, you're hanging out with the wrong fucking crew. I'm, I'll tell I'm you that joking. much. Look, you're a rung on the ladder. You're not the last rung on the ladder. Okay, that's cool. Okay? I'll take it. I'll take it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in where I can, you know? So, so yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just, I just, so those that don't know Peter over here, Peter Santa Maria, um, Please, on, be quiet for this part. Let's yeah, <laughs> be quiet. On Instagram is Attack Peter. It's yes. not his name. Everybody pull out your phones right now. Yeah. The Smash that of, like the button. The 10 of you who don't have your phones out yet and are still pretending yeah. to enjoy your company. Okay. Go attack, ahead. Attack Peter. So, Peter, I always describe Peter as, like, the only guy in the art scene. I mean, there's Go a couple. Ahead. He's, no, like, no, the only, only guy in the art scene that I know that's, like, that's made it. Uh, I don't know. I get health care. Yeah, he gets health care. I'm the only artist you'll ever meet who has health care. Yes. Provided, provided by somebody else. <laughs> That's yep. lovely wife. Yeah. I sold out, bitches. Yeah. It's a shocker. So, um, but Peter, oh, please, t- dude, tell us about yourself, man. It's sure. my favorite subject is myself. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I don't know why I'm here with these guys, but I'm, I'm going to ride it, okay? Um, I'm the only artist in Miami who has health care, okay? So I see everybody out there. I see Alex Giannis. I see A-Hole Sniffs Glue. Those guys are going paycheck gig to gig, okay? If you support them, it's a sinking ship, um, okay? So if you want to support an artist who's an entrepreneur and has, he's going places, it's me, okay? Why else would they invite me here to ruin your dinner? So... <laughs> Mike's already out, by the way. So P- Peter's on his gig. Mike got texted that Brian Laundrie was in the parking lot. He's going to be it's the hero. Right. The food's good. The food's yeah. good. So obviously Peter's got his shtick going right now. But no, Peter's a good, uh, good dude. Very talented guy. Um, so check him out there. Doing some amazing work for, for yeah. Marvel, for yeah. Star Wars potentially, for yeah. a bunch I, of other amazing stuff. Yeah, I make artwork for the uh, 30-something-year-old. To yeah, hang in exactly. their house. Yeah, the 30 something year old with arrested development. That's why you're successful. Yeah. yeah. If your parents so, wouldn't buy you that one toy, now I make the artwork that your current paycheck can afford. So I, I have a question for you that Go I was going to ask you a long time ago. Go ahead. Um, the question is uh, He's making it up on the spot. You owe, like, when you look at it, purity, purity of creativity. Go ahead. Right? So. Th- we're not, we're not drunk enough for that question yet. I know. No, we're okay. going for it. What is, by the it. way, before you finish that question, what did Mike cover with tape? 
So my, does he think he's on Joe Rogan? What is my, it? Like, yeah, are the advertisers? My, like? This, I covered it um, ironically because oh, okay, he that's said good, that's they're, they're not paying him. That's so. a good joke. That's a good joke. So Brugal is not paying what him. What is it? So. So I, I can hear you. I can hear you oh, both. He's a wireless I, mic. I can hear you both from all the way back here. Holy but it shit, seems dude. like I know we're here for a podcast. But I it actually seems like, like this in dynamic. Classic Miami fashion. People want to like continue wedding. their own conversations. My people, if we're here to hear us talk, shut the fuck up and let us talk, people. I don't think they I'm are. very sorry, but this is where we're at. So, my man Peter. And John. Mike, what did I just drink? You just drank it a Negroni. Like my Benadryl. people, my wonderful people at Ariette pre-batched me Negronis, and they know exactly what I like, so they made sure that that happened for us. Beautiful. So This is, this is something you pretend to like. No, I very much like They're that. They're bitter like I, life. I've, I very much like it. I'm going to drink it. You can drink some. I'm go- it's to- I've, already, it's it's, totally I've been fine. served. So we're going to carry this podcast on all the way like this. Let's do it. You guys over there, me over here with our wonderful Steelite rep that uh, provided all the raffle items. And if you uh, <laughs> want to put in a dollar, you will get into Nick. the raffle for all the Steelite things. Nick is That's freaking absolutely out. absolutely not yeah. how we're so, doing So, Falco. <laughs> Nick's freaking out. I set up two cameras. Nick is oh, panicking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. I fucked it up as per usual. He'll come back. He'll Look, come back. Falco, I have a, a serious question here because this is a, it's a very hard curveball, especially for Palmetto Bay. Can you explain to me how the fuck you came up with this idea for Maxwell Brothers? That's a good point. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, it started coming off of Strange Beast, which is out, uh, it's a, a, was a brew pub pizzeria. Now it's basically just a gastropub pizzeria. Now it's basically just a pizzeria um, that serves our delicious beer out on Sunset in 152, which is my hometown, West Kendall which does exist as a city. Believe it or not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt one second. Did you know that West Kendall doesn't exist? It's, it's an area Is that's west of Kendall. Yeah, East Kendall guy. But they East like Kendall to throw guy. that around like they're West Kendall. Like yeah. Ken- like it's a thing. It's he's not, not even from here. I, not think I think he's from Connecticut. I think he's from Connecticut. So, so yeah. So, so like we, people um, in Westchester that say we, they're from Coral Gables. We, My brother's ex-girlfriend did that one time. She, she, she lived literally on Sunset and 87th. And she would write her address, Coral Gables, Miami. She never got an Amazon package. Fuck, it no, never no, this showed is before up. before Amazon. So, um, Amazon has right it all wrong. So when we signed, we, we were looking for a spot. Um, I wanna, actually, we weren't looking for a spot. Joe Gallagher is over there in the fancy red shirt. Uh, raise your hand, Joe. Amazing human being. Best commercial broker I've, we've ever worked with. We've worked with quite a few. Now we don't work with anyone but him. But best one I know. So... Um, Joe found this space, showed us a few spaces. Uh, we fell in love with this one, signed the lease. Long story short, we were, we were coming up with the branding. And whenever I'm coming up with branding for a space, I, I never force it. I, 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 the only time I've ever had to force it, and even then I pumped the brakes for a couple weeks, was on Crybaby. But um, all the other ones, I just leave it with no name, and we just kind of gra- I just let it sit there. Um, because it just doesn't feel genuine. Being, being genuine and, and having a genuine feel and a genuine everything to me is everything. Um, it, it's, it's, to me, it's all that matters. Why? Because everyone that walks in this spot or any of our spots, y'all have a sixth sense that you don't know, know about, which is you can sniff out bullshit. You really can, whether you, whether you believe it or not. Um, and at first I was like, you know, maybe I'll do like a freak show carnival branding. I don't know why. I was just into that whole mystique. I wanted to hang like a huge carnival net on the entire ceiling. It would have been 
impossible to dust, but... I'm so glad you didn't go that direction. Yeah, I know, I know. And I I'm he was like, going to say, I'm going to hang a 200-pound man from hooks in his back. Yeah, you, get you, real weird. you did just, just fine with the, with the, the route way, that you took. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, by the way, we're genuinely going to go and knock into the Sweet Melody place next door before the end. That's, that's the grand finale of the podcast. <laughs> he who must not Your be named. Your lease ends tonight. He who must not be named. Go on. Moving on, moving on. So, um, so basically, cook along, cook along. And then, then um, along the way, I had heard about my business partner, whose name is Todd Maxwell. Um, he... he Big Todd. He had told me that his, I believe, great-great-great-grandfather, Robert Maxwell, I probably dicked it up, but it is Robert Maxwell, in 1866, opened a men's clothing store in a little town in, called Millersburg, Ohio. Um, it's basically an Amish Mennonite town, of which Todd is neither, clearly, if you spend more than five minutes with him. Um, and it was passed down from generation to generation. It was either Maxwell's or Maxwell Bros, depending on how many sons they had. It was passed down from generation to generation. Then it got to Todd and his brother Brad. And they ruined it, of course. Oh, thanks, so Mom. they didn't want to do it. They, they moved out of town. They're like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. You know, um, so um, Todd's, Todd's father, who's a great man, ended up uh, closing it down, selling it off. There was an article written about it. It was amazing. Obviously, a, a very amazing, but of course, all good things must come to end story. So, when, so I w ended up in Orlando and a place called Hanson Shoe Repair, which, by the way, the bartender was completely blackout drunk serving me. She was a nightmare. And I got I in a screaming that. match with her, which is, yeah, that. it's kind of entertaining I'm, I'm because you do whatever comments. you want. And this bartender, you just scream at them. They're drunk. What are they going to do? Call the cops on you? Good. You should so, have somebody like that on staff the whole time. Exactly. Uh, no. Lance, can you fucking take no, back Lance, six no, beers no, right no, now, Lance, please? No. So, and it, it's for it, fun. And basically, it's a speakeasy. It's a proper speakeasy. But then I was in there, and I and I started thinking to myself, I wonder if Todd or, and Todd's father would be okay with us carrying on the legacy. So, in the spirit of confusing every single human being in Palmetto Bay, we <laughs> called it Maxwell Bros Clothing Store, which of course would be the fifth generation of Todd and his brother Brad. So, um, which which by the way, we intended to get a um, picture of Todd and his brother in sepia and put it on the wall here. But Todd's brother's wife, when she was in high school, decided, not while we're on the topic of art, decided to paint this. Nick, if you could turn around and just hold that up for oh, the crowd. Oh, that's a sick painting. Right yeah, hold that up, buddy. That's fantastic. This beautiful piece, this is a portrait of Todd's brother. Yo, that is um, the <laughs> And so God. we... It's folk so, art. Todd had this idea of rather than actually having a professional photo taking, just hanging this. It's amazing. And I love how you framed it without giving any shit of the oh, uh, negative yeah. space <laughs> around no, it. Peter, did you do that piece? Is that your piece, Listen to Peter? me. If no. you ha if, I'm going to tell you something right now, uh, the secret of the art world. If you have six more pieces just like it, you will sell out a show in Wynwood right now. There you go. Boom. The secret is having multiples. You understand? Nobody wants to be the one that didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a race to who can be full of shit first. And it's fantastic for that reason. Fal Falco, who did the uh, art that's Low on the walls behind me over here in the corner? John Falco. So that, um, well, just to run around to art. So way back behind Mike back there is like a very interesting perspective piece done by a very good friend of mine. That's the astronaut when you walk in. Um, Daniel Fila, or, or better known as Crave, um, a local artist. Uh, probably the second artist I know that uh, that has made it so. But doesn't have health care. Yeah, he just 
He may have health credit. Let's just keep things clear. That's why professional. You understand? Okay. <laughs> but um, he did that. It's very Mo- nice work, but come on. Mo- moving this way, um, that's General Grievous for all the Star Wars fans. Um, uh, and that's done by Derek Wilson, who is a high school art teacher. Who also, by the way, did the King Kong at Strange Beast. He also did the huge King Kong on And a lot of speed Beast. racers all over Miami. Yes, yes. So if you see any speed racer. Um, Very uh, passionate guy. Where, yeah, he loves that stuff. So, yeah, Derek's great. And last but certainly. If you ever see him in person, get him drunk. As, oh, yeah, Derek's a total nightmare. Total tell nightmare. you the secrets of the school system. Oh, yeah, he will. On this, uh, on the this wall here. The bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to throw him out on the air. But um, on this wall, last but Let's not least. Let's call him right now. Our, uh, we'll get him on. We'll get him online. Can we get Derek online? Um, this Rosie and uh, Bender here were done by um, the lovely, lovely wives of Todd and myself, Christina and Michelle. Huh. They did these, these pieces here. So, nice. And they're very butthurt that we never gave them praise online. Right, Todd? That is so true. They're very, very butthurt. So, so here we are with individuals from Connecticut and I believe Kansas. Down with the then, patriarchy. Right? Oh, uh, no Kansas State. Anyway, this is going to be broadcast hypothetically around the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, anything can happen. So, yes, beautiful, beautiful artwork done by uh, our lovely, lovely wives and artist, Christina Maxwell and Michelle Falco. So. John, you know what, what really shocks yeah. me all the time is how much you love pizza. Ah, pizza's great. He's I like know, but I, I want to understand, is it just because of it's like a beer and pizza thing? Or is no, it just because you love pizza? or? Is there more to this whole story of why you love pizza so oh, much? Oh, no, no. I, it just, it's, uh, who doesn't love pizza other than you? Who no, doesn't relax. love pizza? I fucking love pizza. Take he, it easy. He's I, literally not, told me he doesn't love pizza. He's I'm, lying on the air, folks. You know, it's not like my go-to choice, but I'm, you know, I just well, want to know. Because you, like, you, didn't you go to, like, pizza school? Didn't you do that? No, I, I did some training out in, uh, in Colorado, but not, not really. Look, not when, really. John, when John was a baby, okay? Okay. Him and his three brothers were dumped into a sewer, okay, and adopted by a rat. Oh, this rat, man. okay. This is a, I know Excuse this. Me. I feel like I know this This rat story. was trained in martial arts by his master, Halato Yoshi, okay. And, you know, John and his brothers, hanging out in the sewer, encountered a strange chemical substance, okay. I like pizza, dude. And, you know... And I feel reacted like a lot of with don't them. Don't know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story like Just let me finish it. this, okay? I'm very sorry. And I just feel like it's not it. Mutated. <laughs> and pizza, hey, listen, what else is he going to eat? No, I, I guess the reason I love pizza is I feel all food should be served with bread. Ah, good, good, good. So pizza forces you into that corner. Mm. It, and that's basically <laughs> you put the food on the bread. Mm. It's beautiful, really. It's beautiful, really. That's a perfect food. It's also... Shots fired, Beltran. So it's what do you mean? Awesome. Why is that shots fired? I don't understand. Don't you have any plates without bread? You probably yeah, I do. Yeah. I have lots of plates without well, bread, but it's fine. I understand, I understand the reasoning and why, what he's saying. No, honestly, what I love about pizza, too, is it's one of the only foods that you can, for lack of better words, I'm sure, elevate, but also bring down. So I can make a, I can make a pizza, or my team and I can make a pizza with Wagyu beef and truffle oil. Um, and we could serve it at a black tie event. You could also make, you know, a margarita pizza. So the fact that it's, it's a food that can stretch and hit all of those, those parts of the culinary world, full disclosure, I am not a chef, by the way, <laughs> all those parts of the culinary world, I, lo- I just love that about it. You know, that's, that's probably the, 
main reason I really, really enjoy pizza from, from a restaurateur standpoint. Mike reminds me of that guy at the Heat Games who goes into the crowd and is like, you know what I'm saying? And he tells you about the Mikey merch Sims. store. His mic has been cut off. Oh, oh, I don't like that. He's, he's making his way little by little. Mike, you're like Pac-Man. Menes, the, the libertarian, just yeah, exactly. mandated The authoritarian. You have a microphone mandate. Nick wants you all to put on your mask right now. <laughs> and then use your fi- wet the mask a little bit with your beer and then cut a little hole. And then you can put the croutons and salad through that. That's it. Do it. Like they do in California. Classic libertarian. He's not going to come back. This is a show-off. Or not a show-off. What is it? A standoff. Yes. It's a show of power. This is a standoff here. Let's yeah. see what happens. This is, this, is gonna, this is like that guy with the gym in, um, up north in, in Connecticut, I think. <laughs> what? All right. Actually, I do have a question about Connecticut. I, I believe she just went to the restroom. Oh. Do, do we know Maddie? she's from Danbury, Connecticut? So Danbury, Connecticut, which is now one of my favorite towns, um, I just saw one of the top three documentaries in my entire life. Untold, I think it's called Untold Crime and Punishment. Oh my or god, dude! So it is good. About, it is about a fucking mobster. It's Tony who, Soprano. Uh, yeah, a mobster who bought a like minor league. Oh, Bought a minor league hockey team for his seventeen-year-old son, and his seventeen-year-old son wasn't like some Doogie Hauser guy. He was a fucking punk. He was a punk, dude. And and he liked WWF or WWE, whatever. And hockey. And hockey. And he, and they had a tremendous amount of money, which of course they got through waste through waste services through trash hauling. Literally AJ. Tony Soprano. AJ yeah. was the kid's name, and uh, oh, thank you, Nick. Ah. Uh, Wow, dude. Nick, let him go through the audience. Just like, let uh, him go. This is beautiful. We want to engage the audience. That's the, that's the only way they're staying quiet is because the, the fucking lunch yes, ladies the, the They get nervous <laughs> the best, when wait. Nick – it's like when a teacher's walking around during wait. a test. Wait, the, I best, the best back part of that story is they say it's the true story behind the Sperano's. It really yes, is. Yeah. It really Sopranos. is. And, uh, My bad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, we so, are celebrating a killer. So they name it the Danbury Trashers, and the whole point of this team was just to beat the shit out of everyone. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, when you can't compete in quality. But they won. When, uh, we're kind of spoiling, it's spoiling a little bit. But listen, anyway. No, I, everybody who wanted to watch it watched it. Yeah. You can't spoil Netflix. Yeah, you can't spoil Doc. That's I'm, true. I'm it's absolutely out. enamored by this conversation, but before I was rudely cut off by I the producer Terrible. of this show. It's very passive aggressive. Yeah, I will not Super stand passive for it. aggressive, basically telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a serious question, which was. Pizza, if like pizza is definitely sure. your thing, what is what is your favorite pizza that you guys make? You're like Jenny Jones. Are you gonna go into the crowd and ask people their opinion? No, I'm gonna be okay. more like Oprah and give everyone a jigger. I love That's it. more like it is. It's like you get a jigger and you get a jigger. No, I want to know. I want to. First know of all, I want to say why the hate on pineapples on pizza, bro? No, no, but there's no hate on pineapples on there pizza. There is literally 50% of the population. Is against I it. mean, but that's 50% of the population that's You're fucked gaslighting. up. The, the perfect pizza is a margarita. But let's talk about rage. Wow. Let's talk about rage. Can we that's, talk about rage as a sport? That's a very 1% comment to me. Wait. <laughs> I mean, tomato sauce is the sauce of the people. If we're literally talking about pineapple on pizza, I would like to take a poll from the back of the room. That's a good point. Thank you. Are we going to take a poll from the back of the room? Start Do with it. Hader. Hold on. Start with Hader. By the way, Hader has, a, has an event this eight weekend. There's human beings on this back table. Pineapple on pizza. Raise your hand. If Yay yes. or nay? 
Raise your hand. Wait, wait. Please Everyone don't on breathe the on the microphone. We don't want Beltran getting COVID. The foodies and the influencers of the world. Pineapple on pizza. Raise your hand if of yes. Course, of course. Thank you. We have Speak six people. people. There's six, six of six? People. Six out of eight. Out of eight. The four on this table. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. I have yes. two and two. Two and two. Only take the votes that affirm our bias, please. I mean... So far, I'm we're 100%. A, I'm a true believer in the pineapple on pizza. It's true. What's the problem? By the way, uh, maybe it's time to do a little raffle, and we got the salad just dropped. We got a salad. We got a, Wait. Wait. We got a wrapper here. Did, did we just drop the salad? The oh. salad came out. That sounds Come like on. a euphemism. Hold on. No, you need to get up out of your seat. Guys, everyone, you don't understand how big of a deal this is. This is Mario Obergon. I'm rapping about a salad, man. Relax. <laughs> All right. Next, we have a Lyonnaise. How do you say this? Lyonnaise? Close enough. Lyonnaise salad. West of Kendall. Lyonnaise salad. West of Kendall. West, deep West Kendall. Mixed with avocado. How did I know? It has nothing to do with this, but my mom was born in Santiago. Oof. Nice. At first, I thought Lyonnaise was a certain type of mayo. But after Googling it, I knew I didn't know anything about food, so just enjoy the salad because I don't know what else to say about this thing. Was All that right? a haiku? The what? That was a haiku. It was. Damn. Fuck you, it. You're, the only one, you're the only one that got it. I got you, bro. Just bow, bro. Just bow. No one knows what that. the fuck is going on right now. This is, a, this is insane. Who wants a T-shirt? Three men sitting above. Every, it's like a wedding a reception. This is I'm the happy. first time three men have been sitting at a table like this in Cutler Ridge. Do we want to do the first I've raffle been here? I've been summoned back to the table. Come on back. Come on back. He got an actual text message. Peter, Peter, no, draw the number. I, I got to tear them up. They're all together. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. I only came back to this table because I wanted to sit down. I think he did a great job. You think so? Yeah. So You, you have a special something. The, bo- the, the both of you. Okay, listen. I'm going to tell you something right now. Most of your friends, you can get rid of them. Okay? Let's be honest. Think about oh, that yeah. one friend in your circle. It's too Got much. Em. Okay? A lot of you keep extra friends in case the ones that you really value stop talking to you, and you can always have that one person. Okay? I don't have that. I, have a, I start at zero. <laughs> zero is when I'm happy. Okay? And letting people into the circle is, is a big thing. And I have allowed these two gentlemen into the circle because I'm very... Uh, proud to know them, call them friends, because they have a little something extra, okay, than the average uh, restaurateur, let's say. For example, what is, let's say this, this is important, and I'm going to say this in front of the both of them. This is edgy, okay? You want to hear a hot take? The hottest restaurant in Miami right now, I don't want to know your, I don't want you to say it out loud, okay? Okay? Think of it in your head what it is. The hottest restaurant in Miami right now. And whatever you think it is. Carbone. Excuse me. Excuse me. This is my turn. Whatever you think it is, you're wrong. And I'll tell you why. That restaurant, Carbone, does not have a drive through line Boom. for an hour a car. Do you know what does? Ooh, I love Let it. me hear it. Chick motherfucking filet on Kendall and 122. Or y la Canaria. How Either many? No, excuse me. Sure. Please. I'm sorry. Please. Okay, we're not talking about your mom's favorite restaurant. Listen to me. Um, how many of you here, and there's no shame, we're all friends, we're all here on a Wednesday night, what the actual fuck, okay? We could be watching What If, okay, on Disney+. Plus. 
How many of you here have waited in line at Chick-fil-A? Raise your hand. Thank you. The service is phenomenal. Not the on Sundays. The service is phenomenal. Now, I want to say something right here. This is an interesting study, okay? I've been to Chick-fil-A. It's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. as good as, as Popeye's. If we're, Falco, calm down. Now he thinks he's the mic guy over there. No, we, we did a study here because we knew Nick would cut off my microphone, oh, but he wouldn't that's cut off John's brilliant. microphone. Okay, good. It's like a, so we're doing a it's study like a here odd to odd see couple, who Odd Nick. couple. Falco's name's not on the sandwich. Yeah. Falco, you're <laughs> smart as fuck, dude. That's why <laughs> you're my friend. Ru- it's these ruffians back here in the high this, tables. And this is equally <laughs> passive-aggressive in return. This is fantastic. I feel like well, I'm hanging out with both of my grandmothers. All right, listen to me. Chick-fil-A is okay. It's Chick- good. No, Chick-fil-A is fine. The, it's the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better. But, but guess what? Okay, listen to I'm me. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm first so of all, sorry if you don't agree. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is fucking First better. of all, I didn't drive 20 minutes to argue which shitty-ass chicken sandwich is better. Okay? My point is, why are people waiting in an hour line? I can t- attest to this. Okay. I live right next to that Chick-fil-A. I have yet to go to it. And it's not that I don't want to. I just don't want to be in the line. But why is it that you'll wait in the line for it? And what is that? Because you two amazing restaurateurs, do you need a drive-thru? No. To compete? No. no. I would have, like, a strange comp- competitive, like, urge against Chick- And by the way, they openly hate gay people. And they're still getting that drive-thru line. But That's wait, can I fact. ask you a question, though? Let do you me think have, you wait, I have a, I have a, a serious question. Like Go ahead. As an artist, go ahead. People wait for you to Incorrect. drop art. Well, well, look, I'm very good. I mean, yeah, and people consider that sandwich to be very fucking good. He's I just don't understand. Good. I don't. I, I'm. I'm thinking. Is this the hottest restaurant Miami has ever had? Chick Fil A on 122 and Kendall. They're probably doing more revenue than all of us combined. Absolutely, <laughs> that's that's absolutely correct. I just but feel I'm, like it's I'm, transcended that, and it's a happening. Yeah, you understand? But I, but I also, I also like in Seattle in the '90s, we had Nirvana, we had Pearl Jam, we had Soundgarden. Starbucks. In 2021, we have fucking Chick Fil A on 122 and Kendall. I I also think that there's a lot to be said about like why the, was I invited to this? Well, I'm just saying, like the Go people ahead. that want to wait for something and they like. For some reason, they like waiting in fucking line. Can we have anybody, please, in the audience who has waited at Chick-fil-A? And I'm not judging you. I actually understand. I'm trying to understand it. What was the allure that you... Because I've seen those lines. They have canceled the entire shopping center. The art... Bed Bath & Beyond shut down because of your fascination with chicken. You understand? Oh, yeah. You can't get on the turnpike at lunchtime. Denny's is like... They're like this. Like, oh, my God. Okay. So, like... If anybody would like to speak to this, I would be fucking fascinated, and I think all of us could benefit from it as a community. So, I, I have, I have um, Julian here of Gorilla City. I don't know if you guys know Gorilla City. Please. Fantastic, fantastic Please. roasted meats. And there's no wrong answer. It's just I, anything that you can do to I, illuminate he, he this. Showed up, he showed up a little late, guys. He showed up a little late. Totally fine. It's a little to rude, but it's fine. Go ahead. It's fine. Go ahead. Why, um, why do you wait in line um, at Chick-fil-A, and why are you homophobic? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why oh, I'm man. is because I'm homophobic. But no, um, no, speak up, please. No, you're you're, you're going to you're gonna have to actually speak it in the microphone. Come on. Talk, talk like those two Cuban guys up there. Go ahead. Um, well, I do go to Chick-fil-A a lot. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry you don't go Paul. No, please. It's but, no um, judgment. Yes, Popeyes yes. Is better. But the only reason why I wait on that line is because I know it's going to go pretty, pretty quickly. Okay. You know, they have an army of people there. They might all be homophobic, but still they work really dig- dig- digitally. 
very vigilantly. Okay. I can't say certain words. I'm sorry. No, listen. Yes, hey. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Hey, I, clap I, it up. Clap I it up. Know, I mean, clap it up. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's enough. Has the ball pay him off. Pay him off. That's enough. He's, he's, no, he's, he's locking up. He's locking up. It's a serious question, though. You he's feel locking like, up. Wait, but he feels like that sandwich is better than the Popeye's chicken sandwich. You're missing the point. I'm no, not no, the that's point. not I better. I want to understand. Like, Wait, I, it's not a fucking You're, better it's sandwich. It's a moth to Wait, the flame. Yeah, we, we have an individual in the audience who's um, who's openly incorrect. Um, Mister, this is Mister Eric Soda here, good friend. Um, why do you incorrect objective? Why are you objectively wrong when you say the Chick-fil-A sandwich is better than the Popeye sandwich? Excuse me, please don't put them in a corner like that, sir. Speak freely. Speak I your truth. You gotta talk up. Talk up, sir. Don't be intimidated I've by this all pizza the hack. Top chicken sandwiches, all of them. Go ahead. Chick-fil-A just has that buttery, just goodness on it. It's yeah. just a smooth chicken sandwich. But the breakfast. Chicken minis are where, where it's at. That's <laughs> so, sir, how, sir, if I may ask, and what is your name, sir? Eric. Eric. Sir, if I may ask, what is the longest you have waited in line, and what is the longest you would wait in line for those buttery chicken nuggets, sir? Go ahead. Uh, at least an hour. At least an hour. Oh, Holy good lord. Okay. You waited in line for an now, hour you thought for I was a doing, sandwich? That's you thought, fucking excuse hard. me. You thought I was doing shtick, and what am I doing? I'm doing... Market research for the two of you. The only for Chick Fil A, apparently. Not, fuck. I am you're both, shocked. You're Who the fuck waits in line for excuse a me, sandwich for excuse an me. Hour? Eric does, and Eric, I respect you, sir. Now I want to say, I you're my only two. This man wants the microphone back because he he has a rebuttal. You're my I'm only two. I'm very sorry. Like I, there is no reason to wait in line for an hour for that look, fucking. Look, you're sandwich. you're my only if two you, successful friends. I need you to you listen to Eric. Go ahead. If you brought an In-N-Out burger to Miami, go ahead. The Chick Fil A line would be empty. Sir. So, wow. Oh, but first, uh, first of all, I, and listen, we're, we're done here. Five guys you, you is better see, than In-N-Out. That's like a very nice guy, close. but In-N-Out is fucking That's trash. In-N-Out, the In-N-Out burger is fucking trash. I've had it several fucking Eric. times. It's Eric. a bunch of, it's a misnomer. The Eric. fucking In-N-Out burger is a bunch of California okay. bullshit. Eric. Everything in California is terrible. Eric. Everything let, from let, California Eric. is trash. Yes, let the demagoguery die down for a second, Eric. Let me. The Eric. only re- the only thing I've waited an hour in line for is when my mom would drag my ass to Specs away from Madonna. Oh shit! Eric just stood up. Watch out, Falco. The gentleman has more to Holy say. Holy shit! The gentleman has hands on your neck. The gentleman has more to say. Excuse me, Eric. Please, Eric. Eric, please speak freely, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. Supply and demand. You have Eric, a, a grab the microphone Chick-fil-A's? from Falco's hand. You have a you have a dozen Chick Fil A's. They're not gonna have long lines. That's right. It's supply and demand. You're saying open more Chick Fil A's. Let the hate flow. Just open it on Sunday. I only want to eat it on Sunday. Is there a stance that Chick-fil-A could take that would outweigh the delicious buttery chicken? I just don't. I literally I just, If they ate gay babies, would that be enough? Yeah. Is that too much? I'm what? just asking. I don't know. Listen, we're all That's friends. a question for Eric. That's a question. Eric, okay. Eric, Eric, what would it take if Eric, for you if to give C- up on Chick-fil-A? Eric, Actually, go ahead. Eric, if the CEO of Chick-fil-A ate a gay baby live on, 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 on TikTok. Wait, wait. Did, did what? Would you still line up for an hour? And I don't, I'm not judging so you, brother. I'm I'll with you. I'll provide some clarity here. If it's the aggressive. CEO this is so of Chick-fil-A literally consumed a gay infant, assuming it knew it was homosexual, would you stop eating buttery chicken sandwiches? Well, that's impossible. He's not on the left side of the political spectrum. So that means no. Oh, we're going, uh, poli- fuck yeah, we're going to politics. Fuck yeah, Eric. Oh, get the fuck, fuck yeah. out of here. These guys just, are spending all day. Just when you oh, thought man. this podcast couldn't get worse than the one I did with Beltran, here we go. This is going Let's on the internet. Let's wrap in, guys. We're getting canceled together. 
I, I just, I cannot fathom. First of all, someone that would mention In-N-Out like it's an actual good burger. In-N-Out's terrible. In-N-Out is not a fucking good burger. And secondly, like the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich is fine. It's fine. But it, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Mike, you ready for a raffle? Let's raffle it up. Did you finally rip the tickets And now, up? Nick Jimenez up on stage. Everyone, stage name, I think we Nicolas. Can, we can do this one of two ways. No, I want, you to do, I want you to do the raffle. No, no, we can do it one of two ways. Either one of the guests can pick the item we're raffling, or we can pick a number and somebody comes up and pulls whatever Let's they want. Let's do that. Second I mean, one. I feel like however the fuck you want to do this is going to be the best way to do this. Peter, you're picking the first number. Okay, we have one number. We have the one number. You got it? Oh. Okay, you ready? Five, one, six, seven, four, five, four. Ho, big winner! Bingo. Big winner! God, we should have played bingo. You had to skip the line what at Chick-fil-A. What are we giving this gentleman? Come, come pick something, come man. Come to the front. Come to the front. Is this a I, Terrence is our first Terrence winner? Terrence from Aganorsa. Whenever you come right. to collect your cars, I'm going to ask you tough himself. questions. All of these items were used at John's house before I, this event. I feel Terrence, like this is insider Justin, trading. You can have your, your pick here. There are Pez dispensers. There are two. Uh, these guys went to Goodwill and stole from the people who need it most. This is a set right here. You can take this whole set of barware wow. from Steelite. These are individual things right Don't here. Don't you love it when the elite class goes to Goodwill what are you and going just takes? With? Decanter. Oh, Decanter. Poor choice. A poor Terrence choice. Terrence from Aganorsa. Thank you, sir. And the rich sir, where do you stand on Chick-fil-A? Yeah, Popeye's or Chick-fil-A? Gotta go. Oh, nice. he's, nice. A, he's nice. a Popeye nice. guy. Look at him. Nice. Someone nice. dodged a question. Dodge a question. Nice. We have another raffle? He works for a company. We have another raffle? We're going to do, do a raffle later? How, All right, how's cool. everyone enjoying the food? Good. Good. What is the best burger in Miami? <laughs> Excuse Come me. On. Let's ask the hard-hitting questions. The best burger I've had, and I've never had a Chugs burger or whatever. I'm sorry. But. I've had the Chugs. You haven't had the Chugs? For real? I've not, dude, I, I swear. I, went to, I did the podcast once, and he gave me the burger, no problem. See that? I didn't have a burger. He do just you gave think me that, a tremendous like, amount of expensive wine. Do you think that speaks to our hierarchy and friendship? Possibly. Possibly. I didn't even ask You're for it. You're just more successful. I wasn't even that. hungry. I was actually scared to take my mask off because it was early COVID. Oh. He's like, fucking eat a burger. I'm like, okay. What other hard-hitting questions can we ask the audience Best burger. about, Nick? Best burger in Miami. Some people say Shake Shack. Miami's best burger. Miami's Actually, hold on. What is Miami's best burger? We're about to rap about the pizza pasolito here. Are we, are we going to rap about it. the pizza pasolito? Oh, yeah. At, rap Ladies and gentlemen, hold if I could have on. your attention. If I could have your attention, there's nothing you're discussing that's more important. I feel like I'm we're, we're, sure. we're playing the bingo Maya right Angelou now. of Maxwell Brothers. Go ahead. I thought you guys forgot. Now we have a patelito from the papi himself. A Cuban hot pocket? I might come myself. Oh, uh, it's two, two times. <laughs> One bite and we promise. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Inside is a pizza. Ingredients unknown. One bite, one bite, and we promise it'll make you all moan. I knew he was going to say moan. Now, when you take a bite of it, please moan so that you, they hear it on the podcast. That That's amazing. Played. Three mm. Columbus guys on all three Can of us. I love on that. Three, one, two, three. Hey. Hey. That's it. That's it. I don't know why. That, that, we might have broke bone. the record for the largest group moan right there. I, Can we know, get Guinness on the <laughs> – Are there any other Columbus graduates in the house besides the three of us? Ooh, Four? Right. Five? Four, five. What Mario, about raise Belen, your fucking hand, Belen, Mario. Belen guys? 
We're better than oh, you. Banana. Thank you, six. Seven. I'm so sorry for that. Seven. So We're better sorry than you. For that. Okay. The, I'm going to tell you that. Any Boleyn graduates? Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't, don't no, admit we that. Don't, we don't care. We don't, don't care. Admit that. Don't admit that. We actually don't uh, care at all. Actually, we're going to go to Nick over here. Nick, why? Um, Did you cut what? off the microphone? What, what? is the deep-seated it's hatred? It's weird. Why? He didn't cut off Falco's microphone, huh? <laughs> why? Yeah, Shocker. Why, why are Boleyn guys, like, why are you guys so much more proud than Columbus guys? They really aren't. I think Columbus guys might have that kind of pride if they had cafecito cups like the ones that you drank out of in my house. Oh. Yes, yes. We. I was over... At um, I was over at his home and he offered cavecito to everyone, and he had five cavecito cups, and the handles of each were the letters that spelled out Belen. And Falco's exact words to me were, "Nick, this is the worst thing you own." That is by far the worst thing. How do you own a dog like Petey over here? Can we get a shout out for Petey the dog over here? What did he say? Oh, Petey the dog. Yep. Clap for dogs. Nick's the kind of guy that bought a class ring. Did you buy a high school class ring? I did, and I, oh, lo I, I lost it, it very quickly. I fucking knew it. I would come here once a week if Falco had a wireless mic and just walked around. I'm not kidding. It happens. It it's happens. like Medieval Nights. Who's been to Medieval Nights? Oh, man. Remember that? Remember the, remember the before times? I, I actually, I actually want to ask like a pseudo-serious question. Go ahead. Of the people in the audience, including the back table of eight with the influencers on it. Yeah, the influ influencer Excuse me, influencer table. table. The influencer Hater. table in the back. Hater, showed you. I know they're not listening. How many people in the audience Back table. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You just pissed off the fucking You just pissed off Mike Beltran. Are you out of your fucking mind? Of how, of how many people... Influencer table, abort, abort! Mike Beltran against the world, bro. Influencer table in the back. I'm changing hats. And we're here. Of how many people in the audience are part of the food and beverage community? Raise your hand. Food and beverage. Food and Andrew, beverage. Andrew, raise your hand because you're part of the food and beverage community, sir. Everybody, That's right. right? That's so right. many people. I think over the last... And I hate to like wax poetic... Right? Mike, speak up. We I'm don't not, have a monitor up here. Speak up. Oh, my bad. I hate to wax poetic Go on wax like it. things that actually matter. Go ahead. But I think it's phenomenal to see the evolution of the food and beverage community in the city, right? And so much of that is sitting in this room. Even the people in the back, the people that post about things. Woo! Woo! I would say... Influencers. What we've seen over the last 10 years to get to where we're standing right now, standing, sitting, drinking eating has been an absolute phenomenon. And I think, I, I, I personally believe, I personally believe like super ratchet, off the wall shit like this. Thanks Falco. Mm. Shit like this king does of nothing ratchet. but help the community and it, it continues to like nurture this thing that we do, right? I agree 100%. Amen brother. Amen. And I like, I have, a lot of opinions about a lot of things, right? Of course, everyone loves to hear me talk shit about a bunch of shit, but I think what we're standing in right now is one of the most important times in food and beverage as a whole, right? We have, we have, and I hate to point you out, I know I love you to death. Go ahead. We have a Yelp community oh, manager shit. sitting Woo! in the audience Stand right up, now. sir. Raise your hand. Up, man. Man. Stand up, man. Put your hand up. Oh, we have influencers Amazing in the audience. We have brewers in the audience. We have people that cook in the audience. We have the Pasolito Poppy himself here. 
We wow. have all kinds of front of the house people. Candleboy. And at the same time, we're all eating and we're all enjoying each other's company, which is fucking shocking. It's fucking shocking, right? That those kind of people that all believe in a bunch of different shit and that all do different things can sit in the same room and have food and really be happy about where they're at. Amen. Love it. Give each other COVID. Actually, if if I... The Negronis have touched my soul and I'm here to stay. That's all I'm I'm saying. I'm three quarters... I'm three quarters of the way through this bottle. So go ahead, go there's ahead. one thing I do want to say. The, the only thing I said, <laughs> I, I sent a message oh, to oh. Nick and this whole group. Um, I said, the only thing I want to talk. I said, the only thing I want to talk about is this. I, I got incredibly mad. I got incredibly mad because Dogfish Head, right? Dogfish, now they open up a spot in Miami. Dogfish Heads, oh, man. They, they've since been kind of swallowed up and merged with Sam Adams. But... Dogfish Head CEO is an incredible inspiration to me. Uh, thanks to Hyde Armati back there, I got the opportunity to meet him. His name's Sam Caligioni. And he's a, he's a good dude. He's just a solid, solid person. He takes care of his people. He's an absolute um, uh, mentor to me, whether he knows it or not, which he doesn't. Um, and he said something. He said 99% of the people in the beer community are not assholes or some shit like that. Danny, did I get that right? By the way, Lincoln's Beard Head Brewer over here. Danny Steigerwald, let's give it up. Woo! Head Brewer, I love that. You can't that. see him, but he's over here in the what cheap seats. So, um, and he got, at, at Dogfish Head's account, official account, got absolutely fucking destroyed, right? Everyone's like, oh, are you kidding me? No, it's a terrible community. Everyone's terrible. And it pissed me off because... This food and beverage community, everyone has this mentality that food and beverage, you walk in, you're going to work 85-hour weeks, and yeah, maybe you do sometimes, and that everyone is terrible, and everyone is a predator, and maybe some are. But you know what? I got into this industry when I'm 41 years old as of yesterday, and I got into this- Happy birthday, Falco! You old fuck you! Thank you. I know I don't look over 40. I know. You're still a beautiful man. So thank you, baby. Thank you. So- it took me 36 years to get into this community. I worked in construction. I worked in sales. I was, I was in the military. I deployed. I worked for the government. I worked in intelligence. I did everything that anyone could possibly do. I, I have a very short attention span. I have, ne- I have never, ever worked in a community that is as rewarding and that is as diverse as this community. And I would not trade it for the world. And I remember reading um, you, Anthony Bourdain's forward in his book. Um, and I, I think it was his forward. I don't know. It probably wasn't because that's generally written by someone else. Just keep but talking, anyway, bro. You're doing good. His first chapter uh, in the book. And he starts talking about how you know, he works long hours and all this. And it's hard and it's stressful, but he wouldn't trade it for the world. He never kind of explains why. Um, and for those Bourdain fans in here that, that are follow him closer than, or followed him closer than I did, maybe you have an explanation. But to me... What I've, after being in this industry for about six years now, to me, what it gives me that no industry gives me is this immediate feedback loop. The fact that I can, I can provide something, whether it's a beer, whether it's an experience, whether it's a pizza, whatever, and I can put it in the hands of someone that has no idea who I am. And in certain senses, they may be inclined to be critical of it. But the fact that they can enjoy it and I can look over there without them noticing me and watch them go, hmm. 
or nod their heads or say, this is good, and I don't hear them. That, to me, is absolutely fucking amazing. And that, and yes, there are terrible people in this industry, but you know what? Please name them. There's... (laughs) We'll get We're there. here for entertainment. They paid there for this. There are they terrible, terrible people and then in every industry. Seth Gonzalez. And the, <laughs> the Burger That beast. is a beautiful man. You shut your fucking mouth right him. now. Burger Seth Beast Gonzalez is his is friend. He's the heel. He's the heel. Yeah, no, everyone loves, everyone, loves, everyone loves Seth. I'm going to call Seth. him on this. I just call him Seth, whatever. It's not my fault he spells his name wrong. Go ahead. It go should ahead. be Seth. <laughs> Listen, so... Um, the fact, the, the fact that it, it just gets too much heat, and the, the fact that 90% of people that were commenting on that post yelling at this guy probably have never worked in this industry, which is fine. But if you've never worked in an industry, as Mike Beltran would say, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay not having an opinion on something. There are already too many voices. There's already too much information. So if you're going to open your mouth, right, you can do what you want, freedom of speech, but you should probably Yelp, have some Yelp, is he right? Basis. Yelp. You're probably about to... You're probably Yelp's about to voice no, matters no, no. a little bit more than everybody else's. No, no, but, but dude, the, the, the individual on Yelp, absolutely, I have no issue with that. Okay. I have no issue. I mean, obviously, everyone, and DeAndre knows it, all of us in the industry, we like to bitch about Yelp and all this. No, right? I, I fully support it. Please give me but, good reviews. I'd well, say about 75, 80, 85% of the time, we probably did fuck something up. Just not enough to where we would have left a bad review. But we bitch because we care about it. I just think, as look. As I hate to say it. It's interesting that people come out anywhere on a Wednesday. Let's start with that. Well, we're all here. but <laughs> We're I, just here I to mean, see you, bud. Listen. John, again, I, I, I only want to have successful friends. And I, I got to say, as someone that is a humongous who, who's has Bourdain a fan and follower and someone that believes in his work and his writing through and through, the reason why... It's so visceral to like understand the things that he was talking about is because food and beverage is the last meeting place of humans. It was the last place for people to like sit and talk as a family because the world is so like taken by social media, so taken by like uh, it's the attention span, as we very well know, of the world is so small, right? So food is this place that people can find like a solace in. And like I know when I sit down with people to have dinner and it's people that I love and that I don't like I don't care to know about what's happening in the rest of the world. I don't look at my phone. I don't look at anything else. I don't care about anything else because food and beverage is the last place that you can really have that. I don't know. It's like a very family oriented thing. Because you're around people that hopefully, usually, you love when you, like, break bread, right? So I think Bourdain and all of his, like, very eloquent words and the way that he, like, explained things and the way he talked about culture and the way he talked about, like, I don't know, just food in general. I mean, all he was trying to really portray was the fact that that, that space, that table for people to, like, break bread was the last place that we can really do that because the world and we well know right because the world is controlled by social media and it's controlled by so much other trash rachel ray right it's just like it's over it's over the moon i want i want to sit down with you i want to have a beer i want to i want to eat food 
And I think he understood that. And he was just like, he said it in so many more words than I could say because he's much smarter than I am. But at the end of the day, that's what he really meant. And that's why like, people like me that love his work can really like, tell you that his work was super pivotal to the entire, to the nature and to the health of our industry. And it will be like that for a long time. And I, actually, I, I feel like that's, that's a good little transition into, you know, I, I, always, I, I always feel like everyone should always analyze not just what their purpose in life is, but the purpose in, in, of life in general, not to get too deep here. But I have personally defined that as learn, do, pass on. I feel like that's the purpose of life. And I've mm. had this discussion with Peter many times. I've probably had it with Mike, and I just can't remember. But Mike doesn't remember either. There's two things I do want to comment on here today that I think are super cool. One, the fact that Pasarito Papi. Sir. The man, woo yeah, woo he, loves it, he loves attention right here. El tipo himself, Pasarito Papi, everyone. I, I have See, met, what a good name, by I the way. I have met a lot of chefs in my life, and I have found, as compared to the beer community, that chefs tend to be a little bit more protective um, just in general, one thing I love about Beltran back, back there, not, not to kiss each other's ass here, but is that he understands that, that he is not the end-all be-all, which I believe is confidence. I, I think it's, listen, I'm going to show up on this earth. I'm going to do the best I can do. I'm going to put out dope shit. And I'm going to turn to dust, just like everyone in this room, right? So if I Jesus don't enable Christ. those around me, and I, I knew this about Mike before I knew Mike, before I sat in the podcast and got blasted with him that one Mike, day. you're going to die. Um, he will. The fact that he works with folks like Gio here and Pasito Papi and says, oh, you have a great idea, you're awesome. Maybe I didn't originate that idea. I don't care. It's the best thing for the community. We need to enable that. That should be an inspiration for everyone in any community. Oh, grazie, grazie. Um, and for, for me, uh, Hydar and Mari back there, Hydar, Hydar brews with Danny and the brew house in Lincoln's Beard, he started with me at Strange Beast um, where we, when we were brewing out there before we went back and, and took back over Lincoln's Beard. Um, and he also today, uh, him and I and a, and a whole bunch of other burly gentlemen, um, moved the old Strange Beast system into his storage, which means he's going, when he opens his brewery, which is called Shoujo, where? he's going to be brewing. Where? TBD. He's oh. going to be brewing on the system he learned on, which I think is awesome. So the point is, there are, just to speak in my community, there are brewers in this community that do not talk about their techniques. There are brewers in this community that do not talk about their recipes. And for those that aren't in this community, that would seem like, it would seem logical. But those people are not, they are looked down upon in this community. And the brewing community, and as it should be in any community, if you're not willing to share, if you're not willing to pass on what is your purpose? Why is it ending with you? If you're an attorney, if you're a doctor, if you're not passing on what you know and passing on your skills, how are we as a human, you know, a, a, a human species, what is your point? It's like yeah, talking about it's, gatekeepers. It's gatekeepers. Yeah, it's, it's, so, you know, it's exactly the that. Go ahead, Mike. You're more important than me. So, so by off, the way, Peter, Mike, before all I... All I'm saying is... No, I'm sorry. No, please. All I'm saying is, is that there used to be this, like, super incredible stigma in the industry that, like... I can't teach people other shit because I don't want them to take my job. Right? And it's, it's, 
It's incredible. I see, I've seen it for the Thank last you. 17 years as I tried to learn and I wanted to grow and I wanted to do more shit and I wanted to be better at my fucking job. Other people didn't want to teach you shit. And it's crazy. Like, I just want to teach everyone everything. You know why? Because I want them to eventually be better than me. Right? Amen. And I, I, I think we're, we're living in a place like Gio is an extreme example, right? Me and Gio have been through the thick and thin for the last 12 years. Where's Gio? So that guy has Where's blood, Gio? sweat, and tears with me, and I would do the same thing for him. But the younger crew, the younger people, the kids that are in their early 20s, the ones that really want to fucking cook, the ones that really want to learn, because I'll tell you that the percentage of kids that actually want to do that is so fucking small. And it's the same thing. It's the same, and I'm sure, I don't know how to fucking brew beer, and I'm sorry, but the true percentage Apology accepted. Yeah, I'm sorry. That actually want to learn how to do things the right way, that, that percentage, it dwindles every day. Because, honestly, at the end of the day, our job is hard. But it's incredibly vindicating. I feel like after a, a fucked up service or a tough service or whatever, I feel better than I've felt all day. And that's because it's what I do for a living, right? But it's the, you know, um, what's his name? Dave McMillan said it. Joe Beef himself said it. Be a shepherd, not a Viking. I struggle with this statement so much, right? To be a shepherd and not a Viking, which is to bring people along, to teach them the way, instead of just, like, fucking hammering it, hammering it down, because I'm, I'm an aggressive human being by nature. That's why I'm sitting back here. But... The reality of it is I'm all about nurturing talent. I, and I think that the reason why Miami is in such a special place, this room, this city, the reason why it's in a special place is because we're all about nurturing talent. We want the city and the scene to be better. And it starts with people like the people at the table, right? It starts with people like the people in the room. Because if we don't want to bring the people around us up, then we're fucked, man. We are absolutely, incredibly fucked. This is not New York. This is not Chicago. There's not 150 years of tradition of food or beverage or whatever. We're creating that right now in this room, in this time. Woo! And that's why I'm like, I'm all about nurturing talent around me. Bring the talent up. Make yourself better. Be better. Be better than the situation. And that's always the things I tell my kids. Yeah. Always. Falco, it, you ready for a raffle? Yeah, let's do a raffle. But we're going to do a raffle note. and a fucking t-shirt cannon all at the same time? Yes. Knock Fuck over me a beer sideways, people. Uh, real quick, to finish out the topic that Mike and I just discussed there, that second beer you guys had, not the one you came when you got in, that second, you ha second one you had was a sour oh. by Shoujo Bruin, by Hyde Armadi back there. Um who is the next generation of brewing down here in Miami, their Kitsune Sour, which was delicious, and it's an honor for us here to support that and to pass it on. So big, big ups to them right there. Even though they won't shut, shut the fuck up back at that table. That's fine. Five, one, six, seven, four, six, eight... <laughs> I like no, no, no winners. What do we got? I love, I love that the famous artist is relegated to the bingo <laughs> caller of the day. Listen, I, I'm just loving the famous artist that is you like, guys you know, wax like poetic. A, I'm waiting the for the next haiku. The only famous person in the room is relegated to the bingo caller. This Peter, next pizza. Call it one more time. Who has won? Whatever the fuck they're winning. Five one six seven four six eight. 
my you. god! And we got a fucking winner! Come get Hold a on, the man's next to Get up there and get your prize, man. Oh my fucking god. Come get a Pez dispenser you gotta, you and hide your it. fucking you pick crystal it. meth. This guy's got an epic beard and some serious I know glasses, what you guys are up and I to. fucking love that. I saw Breaking Bad. So, on, sir. Sir, you do, you do crystal have, meth. I have a question for the artist here. No, this is... Oh, we, we got to... Oh, sir, 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 please. What are you going oh, with? Oh, Jeff, you won? You can get a mortar and no pistol. Oh! We got Pez dispensers. Sir, we have this, do it. Uh, so you can yeah. grab whatever the fuck you want and walk out. Dracula There's no Pez order dispenser. here. Thanks to our listeners from Connecticut for bringing oh, the Dracula Pez dispenser. Shit. So, so ladies, speaking of up, speaking of up and comers and next generation here, Jeff right here um, and his lovely, lovely fiance run Apocalypse Barbecue, and they've been popping up at Box Elder. Unfortunately, due to un, due to, due to unabated greed. Winwood is dying, and therefore Box Elder is being pushed out of Winwood. But for the time being, who owns, who owns Box Elder? Winwood uh, is trash. Yeah, Winwood's trash. So, but um, go try out Apocalypse Barbecue. Amazing stuff. Are He's they seceding? Follow Stand them up, on sir. Instagram. Stand up. You're already Jeff, raise up. your hand back raise there. Raise your hand. Ask him about barbecue. By the way, mm-hmm. the, the two the individuals that, with all due respect to everyone else listening to this, that's probably Amy. The two the two people to me that cook. Absolutely cook the best barbecue or smoked meats in this city are in this room. And it's Jeff from Apocalypse and Julian from Grill City back there we talked about. Shout out. You, jo- Julian, Julian is currently, and, and he's probably going to explode, so get it while you can. Julian is currently over at Tripping Animals, by the way, an amazing brewery nice, nice, in nice. Doral, which is not an amazing city. No offense, Doral. Yeah. But it's, it's a sorry. rough situation. I'm sorry. They have dolphins all. Come on. But Your name it, means nothing. It is worth... Going to Doral really to drink some tripping beer and to eat his yes. meats and make your way to, cool. to, to and please Apocalypse. please isolate that clip. Go ahead. Doral's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I worked in Doral at Southcom for a few years and it's terrible. And un- and Zero unlike soul. and unlike the owner of Hole in the Wall, neither one of them made a racist joke yes. during uh, no, twenty twenty. Yes. yes. Yeah. The uh, so you can I eat there with no problem. Very aggressive. You know what I mean? So I have a question for I have a question for everyone here that does anything. Creative for money. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Creative so, for money. Yeah. I, so for those that don't know, um, even before I opened a brewery, I wrote an open letter to uh, Anheuser-Busch after <laughs> they bought out one of my favorite breweries, Breckenridge. Come brewing. on. Everyone knows that fucking Very story. Theatrical. Get the fuck anyway, out of here. Anyway, point is, right. I wrote Go this on. stupid letter, and it's the only time in my life he, I've ever been viral. He's the Martin Luther of the beer community is what he's Thank trying you. to tell Thank you, you right now. He hammered <laughs> it on their wall. You're welcome. I did. You know what I mean? And Get a picture with him before you. What leave. a I was, fucking title! I was interviewed by the amazing periodical, the Miami New Times. Absolutely. And they. What they a publication, me, eh? They're still in. They're still in print? Question mark. They are. You don't have to pay for it, like there. Nice, 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 nice. And I, um, they asked me uh, after Winwood was bought out in, in part by by ABM back then. They asked me if I thought Winwood sold out. Mm. And I said, we all sold out. I was going to say, what a question. I mean, I, 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 first off, the owner of Winwood's a good friend of mine. Former owner is Luis. Great, who, great who human being. Who is the owner of Winwood? You mean the brewery? Well, now it's Aaron Bush and Beth. You, you're um, referring to the brewery. The brewery of Winwood. Oh, Games. Winwood Brewing. You, gotta, you have to be more specific. Thank you, Mike. Thank and you. I, sorry, apologies. And Loose I said, cannons. the second we started, to some extent, and it's a scale, the second we started selling our art, whether it's proper art or beer and food, right, we kind of sold out. 
we make decisions many, many times, small tweaks or whatever, because we need to. We need to because we have to, to some certain extent, no matter how small it might be, listen to our clientele, listen he to our He sounds like audience. a communist right now, everybody. <laughs> so, my question Everybody get to, your Cuban flags out right now. My question to you, Peter, is if on a scale of 1 to 10, if 10 is I only pump shit out because it's what I, I, I reproduce I reproduce random paintings Yee. to pump them out. I don't care. I have no, I, no guidance. A one being I just do random abstract in my basement and I don't even let people look at it. This is offensive. Where on that scale should a creative be to both be able to, to have health insurance this and is, This is a straw man argument. And I'll no, tell you so, why. So tell me, so where, where do I be? How much do I have to sell out? I'm Forget serious, about a serious that. question. Listen to me. I'm the most capitalist artist you've ever met. You understand? So um, for me, the most important thing is to get to wake up the next day and get to do what I want to do. So but but that's I, a question. Excuse me. Now you, you've asked me a question. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, have me, a Mike, ser- I, I, I believe have... the question was to me. I think you had enough time. Hold on. Let Peter. Okay. Peter, then we Mike. Know where I'm going to fuck off. located. Okay. Uh, listen, the reason I'm friends with these two guys, besides that I find their personalities and temperament agreeable, is that I like the fact that they have done weird shit and make money for, from it. I was literally at Ariette at a very pricey tasting menu, okay? <laughs> and I ate some wild shit, and it was delicious. But I pay, and you pay a lot of money for some wild Amen shit. Amen to that. You know? Shout out to, to Mike on that. And, and, Belt, and, 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 and Falco... Open the fr- is it the first brewery in Miami? I mean, Titanic doesn't no, count. No, no, Which one? What Titanic do doesn't count. No, oh, unincorporated Miami Dade. Yes. Yeah, Titanic doesn't count. We piss on their graves. Am I right? That's literally like in Titanic. the uh, charter of Lincoln's Beard is that we piss on the graves of Titanic Brewery. That is not true. That's no, we true. were the, we were the seventh brewery in Miami, Florida. First Miami brewery that ever mattered is Lincoln's Beard. And listen, as a millennial with a a regular paycheck, that's where I go, okay? And so for me, I was very attracted to um, the fact that these two guys were doing something weird and doing it very successfully because that is the basis of economics, like supply and demand. If everybody's doing one thing, do something different, and then you can, uh, you know, garner yourself a nice slice of the pie. And as an artist, yes, I I make artwork, and and I I don't starve, you know, I... I have a mortgage, and I pay my taxes, and I get a You go to Chick-fil-A. Um, you know, and so um, it's important to make artwork with your audience in mind, to be creative, as you put it, with your audience in mind. Imagine opening a restaurant and not keeping your audience in mind or having some strange resentment for your crowd because that's mm. a thing. You know, there's a, such a thing as people create, and they resent their uh, audience, you know. Um, going back to that whole diatribe that these guys, too, were jerking themselves off over about having a community here in the food and beverage industry, it's, it is true. There, there is truth to that. And Miami is a – I post this online every once in a while. It's true. I really mean this. Miami is a better city. We all are more uh, – we, we all do better. We all live better here in Miami because we have guys like this who come up in this city, who come back to this city, and invest in this city with – Weird shit. Like, this guy's got two pizza and beer places already. Three? No. Three, be- three beer places, two pizza and beer. Three, three places where I would hang out is my point. And, uh, you know, as someone who doesn't want to drive to Wynwood, I'm very grateful. And, you know, I'll go as far as Coconut Grove and that's it. 
Mike Beltran. You know what I'm saying? Two places. And so these guys take weird, strange risks and invest back into their community, and we're better off for that. I want to be embraced by that community. You understand? I'm very popular elsewhere, but not here. So that's why I make friends with guys like this, so that you guys can get to know me. And when I walk into Latin American Cafe, even, you know, where your aunt works, whatever, yeah, I get a free Cuban sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, to me, that's what's important. Nice. Um, but, yeah. I, I, I find you very intriguing. Well, but that's I, the point. No, it it's is. like, yeah. yes, you have to enge- understand your audience. And if you f- know people who are doing weird things, if you go to a big box restaurant in Miami instead oh. of something owned by one of these guys or people like them, you're just doing a disservice to this place. But I, I also think like the, the idea of once you sell your creativity that you're selling out, I have a lot of feelings about that. I have so many feelings because I don't think that it's selling out, right? I it think doesn't exist. Selling out is a fake concept. Of course. I, mean, by losers. I, I don't totally think there's a, that's a fake concept because there's a bunch of fucking sellouts in the city. There's a bunch me, of people. Give me one example of, of what you think give, sellout is and give me their name, please. There's I a bunch sellout. of people that don't give a fuck about anything other than their own fucking fame. We need parameters. Well, I, what I, I'm saying is, is that when, you, when you're creative, yourself. when you do your thing, your creativity, and you sell that to the world, all your... It, I mean, in essence, you're putting yourself out there to the world to judge you, right? Yes. And I don't find that as being a sellout. I actually find it not. as the opposite. You're making yourself incredibly vulnerable for the world to judge you, right? And the idea of being a sellout, there are people that sell out. There are people that fucking, they sell whatever the fuck people Koyo want because they know it's going to make money and they know that it's going to make a fuck ton of money. But when you're doing something creative and something that you believe in, like believe in incredibly, you're not selling out. You're sharing your thoughts and your vision with the world. But so you react to your audience, yes? Uh, I mean, well, to a certain extent. Re- rea- reacting to your audience is part of keeping the business model open, right? Oh, it, there's, all, there's duality in that. There's duality, right? You do a thing so you can then introduce another thing so other people can try the other thing. And after a while, when you... When you Come on, Peter. Look at me, Peter. Peter, I'm over well, here. Uh, well, you guys Peter, are busy. look at me. I'm trying, I have no what monitors. I'm, once, I'm trying to once you create, It's hard to hear you. Once you create that trust with a, a guest, a customer, a, per, a client buying your piece. Go ahead. Then at that point, you could really flex and you could do the things that you believe in. And that's, well, you can get weirder. Like once you establish a standard, you go, course. do you like this? How about this? Right. How about but, the, who was at the Halloween party this guy threw a couple of years ago in the before times? <laughs> not, that shit was weird as fuck. I, I wasn't well, at. I wasn't at. You the know what Halloween I'm saying? But you go and you show up because you know, hey, if Falco's throwing a party, it's going to be good. You just well, show up. Well, you establish yourself. Well, that, there's one key point that you guys are missing, in my opinion, which is the definition of a fucking sellout, right? Passive aggressive. Um, <laughs> you um once you yeah, once you establish yourself in any community, then now you're an innovator. You're on the cutting edge. We spoke about this over lunch the other day, right? You're there until you're not we there and someone takes over, and that's okay. But if you are doing something and you are selling something that you don't want to do, uh, then you sold out. You're done. You're done. Yeah, but I mean, so, uh, I mean there's, there's levels of not wanting uh-oh. to do it, right? Uh-oh. Well, there's, no, no. I, I, yeah, there's I'm levels of like, back out of this. We're, we're not selling like the, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to keep on calling out the people that, just, just call them on. out. This is not I, so I've hard. asked for names. I have no problem people with calling have paid out the a lot of money for names. and the people of the world that basically give 
people, the shit that this, like, I don't know, that social media creates is like, that is the thing that everyone should be fucking eating, right? And then people duplicate that. Thank you for grabbing my ass, Matt. Um, then people duplicate that and they're like, well, they're going to buy mine too. It's all created by this, I don't know, this new thing that we're all dealing with, which is social yeah. media. At the end of the day, I do not believe that once you become creative and you sell that to the world that you're selling out. What I'm saying is, is that if anything, it's the opposite. You're making yourself more vulnerable to the world and you're showing who you are to the world. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think that, that, makes, that makes all sense in the world. I like that. They, they, to me, by the way, um, one person uh, I do want to call out that is, that is an absolute inspiration to me and younger than me. And I had a couple of drinks with him the other day and he's in the audience, I think. I don't know. He might have left because we're boring. But Jay from Tacos and Tattoos back there. Raise your hand, homie. Tacos You're and Tattoos. Boring. So Jay is the only, is like one of the only people is I know. Is he the which, owner? Which, by the way, is behind Lincoln's beard. He owns huh? it? Who? He owns it? Yeah, those? one of the owners. Oh, what's up, dude? And he drives all the creativity over there. Jay does whatever the fuck he wants to do. I want to be Jay when I grow up, even though he's like 15 years younger. Talking about tattoos is a pretty badass place if you think about like. Oh, it's fucking dope. Jay, yeah, are you even 30 yet? Oh, I fucking hate you so much. This God is have mercy. Let's shout out Tacos and Tattoos for a second as one of the greatest places Miami has ever had. For, and I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you why. And sir, I haven't met you yet, but I expect free food when I go to your restaurant. I'm going to tell you why. Because he opened his first and second locations in a place many of you have never otherwise been. Sable motherfucking Chase. Sable Chase, baby. <laughs> shout out Sable Chase in the house. Congo gang. Okay. And uh, t- to me, to blow up in a place like that, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. You I have love. to draw your audience in. And you super can't do genuine. it unless you do some weird shit. Yeah, I know. He's super weird. Super weird. Yeah, super you weird. Know? Yeah. Hey, thank you so much so for he's that. Al- he's also, he also sells tacos behind Lincoln's Beard. That's a good point. Yes. You don't have to even go to his restaurant. Shameless plugs super early in the show. Super and I plug. love that. Hey, do, do Shameless plugs. Hey, after parties at Lincoln's. Nice work. Hey, excuse, do we have any questions from the audience? Maybe from the front. Oh, the high tables are insane. Look at these guys. They're degenerates. I, all I know is that we're dropping pizza, and I know that we have a rapper here. That oh, Mario. Oh, oh, we're dropping doing? pizza. My what people were dropping pizza. 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 I, I super warmed up for this show, and I listened to a bunch of Marty on Spotify. Stop eating you and can start find rapping. Him on Spotify. You can find Marty. He's also big in Sweden. He's got big uh, electronica music there. I got to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to give Marty my microphone. Number one or number two? This is was the night before Christmas, and all through Ariete. Sick. Mike was in the kitchen, kitchen cooking. Y tenía una peste. A mojo, a puerco, y a yuca también. Let me switch back to English for my non-Spanish speaking friends. <laughs> now imagine being in Italy in the streets of Napoli and you hear Celia Cruz playing and people dancing happily. Then you notice in the window a slice straight from heaven of a Noche Buena pizza more delicious than the girls at 11. <laughs> yeah, 11, your favorite spot, Nick. <laughs> Nick, Nick is about 10 seconds away from having a full-blown cardiac fucking situation here. Are you he type so, A? For those that don't follow Pancom Podcast on the internet. Let's, or do, their, let's they, do something right here now that you mention that. Let's uh, everybody as a community take out your phone. 
Let's, we're going to wait. Go ahead. Take out your phone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. You're, it's right there. You're not, like, going to endure this conversation. Everybody open up Instagram slash Twitter slash Facebook, whatever you use. Google the Danbury Trashers. And put Pancom Podcast and give them a follow. Yeah, you smash understand? that like button. In case they ever get canceled at the restaurant side, there's another revenue stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. These are really serious plugs we're getting here. It's virtually right? impossible to be canceled in this community. In Miami. I know, I know. But these it's guys impossible. Big, but these guys, like Pitbull, are going to be international. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, I have a Pitbull story, if, actually. If there's any coattails we need to ride. I have two Pitbull stories. Go ahead. One is not that exciting. I'm going to brush over. I was in Brussels, Belgium with my wife, my military days. And at that time, I'm like, oh, yeah, Pitbull says he's Mr. Worldwide. And a guy passed us while we were walking through Brussels, Belgium, and Pitbull was playing. And I've never been more proud, and now I love Pitbull. Second story... This is, I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to tell this. It doesn't matter. Alec and Vicky from Dos Croquetas, amazing people. When they had first started, oh, I'm going to drink literally all of this. So, we yeah, need yeah, another drink, alcohol service here. So, when Alec and Vicky, if you've never been to Dos Croquetas, it's crazy. Um, really good food, but. But. Um, Wrap it up. They got an order one day for 200 croquetas to be delivered to a marina. That's more than dos. And they showed up, as, as Alex would tell me, a great storyteller, in his polo shirt. And they walked up to the marina with 200 croquetas. They were the delivery people because it was the early days. They were making it out of a warehouse. And they knocked on the door of this yacht. And who was it? So, knock, as Alec tells me, this, this, this beautiful woman opens the, the door, and they're like, hey, uh, hi, um, we're from Dos Croquetas. They're like, oh, and all of a sudden, the whole place exploded. Oh, Croquetas. It was great. One, and they two, walk three, in, four. and fucking Pitbull. Pitbull comes up to him and says, naked, oh, what's naked. going on? Na- you told me the story, naked. He's fully- not naked, but fuck it, he's naked. Let's naked. change the story. What's the matter? You Huge, guys don't know the by the way, like a beer can. And yeah, yeah, really strike. And fucking guy, he's Mr. like, come Wine. in, party with us. And as Alec from Dos Rokes tells me, what am I going to do, not party with fucking yeah. Pitbull? With that, so long with story that, short, they were there the whole night. Shit got crazy. Huge he, dick. He's like, I had to leave early because I didn't want to vomit on Pitbull's yacht. Go ahead. But fast forward like three, four years when they opened their first brick and mortar, all of a sudden a random 305 Rose arrangement shows up at their front door, and it's from Pitbull. And the bingo. That, is, that is the time when I decided. And then Pitbull burst out of the flowers, again <laughs> naked, is over the top. This guy <laughs> he needs to stop. He did not come out of the flowers, but. It. He's Mr. Worldwide, but enough. What a good dude. Everyone in here, yeah. if, you're not, if you hate Pitbull, you're wrong. Yeah. You don't have to listen to music, but what, who would naked. send that? I, I, I have buddies that open shit all the time. Matt yeah. Kusher, who's here, by the if way. If you wouldn't cuck to Matt Pitbull. Matt Kusher, everyone. Matt Kusher opens shit all the time. I've literally oh, never seen him a single what flower. What does he do? What does that guy do? Matt Kusher. Matt, Matt, um, Sir, what do you do? What do you do, Matt? <laughs> Sir, what is your claim to fame? What exactly do you do, mister? Give Matt? him Mike's. Where's Mike. Matt, he says he's on podcast. That's his claim. Mike, please yeah. go over to this Can we get the mic to uh, Matthew Kusher? You want to go over to Kusher? Yeah, Matthew Kusher in the back. I'm sir? the everyman. I have no idea who these over, people over are. here in the peanut gallery. You understand? Matt Kusher, sir. They want to Matt, sir, Matthew. Question. What, is, what is the question, Peter? What, is your, what do you do, sir, that, that John's so excited about? 
What is your name and what is it that you do? Uh, my name is Matt, and I sell uh, tuna fish sandwiches and hamburgers for a living. Yummy! Tuna fish tuna. sandwiches and hamburgers, everybody. Is that what he does? Wow. What does he do? Fucking aim. What well, a clean He owns a lot of places. Matt, why are you so humble, bro? I don't I know, know who you are. So oh, this guy owns half of Miami. He's not humble. You just don't know. Kush know. and Locale. Kush, Locale. Sir, stand up and take a bow, sir. We don't so know. We need to know humble. who you are. So We need more humble. face. How many of you have vomited after going to his place? There you go, sir. Thank oh, you so much. Which, speaking of great burgers, Spirit of Miami. Miami. Burger, which won some awards. Locale, right? What a fucking beast. No, it's on a couple of his menus. Go ahead. Yeah, great stuff. He does have a Frida. That's what I hear. Yeah, if you've never been to any Kush's spots, you're wrong. No one, I've never it's met anyone out, that. It's that, outside of Kendall. Let's yeah, start with that. It's outside of Kendall. He has Matt, how, Kendall how soon yet. before we get a Kendall location, Matt? Put him on the spot. Never. Matt, Matt, Kendall location. Never. Matt, sir, sir. Never. Uh, Matt, are you going to open a Kendall location? Very, very 1%. They want to know if you're going to open a Kendall location. That's cool. Are you, are you trying to are time. you trying to kick out Jonathan Thompson tattoo? Are you kidding me? I feels like it. Guys, wow. can you arm wrestle right now to see who gets that spot? No, 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 no we're arm, not arm wrestling, wrestling. Okay. on live television. So now yeah, we've uh, we've arrived at the pizza. So is the pizza so good? It's delicious. Yelp Excellent. says. Yelp. Hold on. We need a Yelp you heard review. it here first. Give her the microphone. Don't hold Yelp it. By the way, that's very says, patriarchal. Give her the microphone. She got a promotion. She, she can hold it herself, dude. Thank you. Oh, Be wow. louder, Deandra. I can't hear you. Um, so I would say, like, my favorite part of Nochebuena is driving through Westchester and just smelling lechon everywhere. Woo! And I just feel that sentiment when I bite into this pizza. And I think about Martim's rap at the same time. I feel like we just got an extraordinary Yelp review, everyone. We have five stars by the community manager herself. Gosh, I feel honored. Now that we've arrived at the main course, all we have left is dessert. Oh, dessert's going to be good. A dessert is going to be good. It's quite entertaining, I feel. I feel like we should start to digress into a wind-down. Nick, how do you feel about a wind-down? Nick, Nicolas Jimenez, Nick everyone. Nick Jimenez, right come on over. Come on in here, Nick. Right now. Nick's going to do a keg stand right now. I think, given that we're, that we're in the tail end of this, I think we should just go ahead and clean out the raffle situation. Let's wrap it up. Oh, we're going to raffle everything off. We're going to go to oh, international. You get a Yari. Oh, you get a Yari. Pull a number out here. You get a Yari. We're, we're late in this. So Everyone gets a Yari. Internationally renowned artist. It's not adequate. Right. <laughs> Who's the winner? 516 Seven five one two. And, and we have a winner. Oh, Eric! The Chick Fil A oh, lover yes. himself. We have a winner. Oh, Eric, Eric, come on, brother! In and out, Chick Fil A. Uh, We're all there. We are all there. By the way, side note: Eric doesn't just eat Chick Fil A sandwiches. Him and I ate an extraordinarily large amount of meat. All right. So what are we going with? Day. We got. Falco, you like meat? Four nine eight. I love meat. Thank oh, you. So this is Got the it. first number we called. Got Ladies it. and gentlemen. Oh, out. Four nine eight. Little slow to the party. No, I think he's fine. He won. Ladies and gentlemen, Listen. Joseph Gallagher, the guy the commercial program extraordinaire. Nick, the fucking gatekeeper. For fuck's sake, man. Give the guy the Bring prize. Him up. Where's five one two? Where's five one two person? Just take all this who's, shit already. Who's five one two? What's that? Yeah, whose was that? Whose was that? Come on, man, please. Come, over. Come and take some Woo! of this shit. 
All right, so we've got the decanter. There's the, the cocktail mixing set back An there. An entire Salvation work. Army was raided the, for the this. the mule cup. There's still a Pez <laughs> dispenser on the table. What a savage, uh, Peter. Imagine oh, a Adderall dispenser. Peter, you're a savage, and Pez. I love that about you so the much. Pez dispensers That's have gone so Hell, much go Trasher! Pez dispenser, everyone. We got another Pez dispenser. Wow. Yeah, you got a whole thing. Thanks so much. Ma'am, you're not just taking the border. All of this stuff right here. Oh. Your name, your Boom. name, young lady. I'm just sorry. take everything. Guys, I'm sitting yours. at a table with Matt Kusher, and, and I feel nightmare. honored. We still got stuff. Oh, beautiful! Pull another. Pull another. We're going, we're going more. Thank you so much. We're gonna we're gonna rapid fire here. We're in a rapid six, fire. Seven four, three Five. seven. Seven four three seven. Looking shit. Insider trading. Insider trading Get the decanter. Don't fuck around. Oh my god. All right, all right. Peter, those are your people. I feel like it's insider trading. It's fine. Three, six, five, one, six, seven, five, three, six. Everyone, check your tickets. Going once, going I twice. I know no one's left. We're very is, enthralling. Is all the stuff on the table new or pre-owned? It's all new, Peter. Come on, fuck what? off, dude. All right, five, one, six, seven, five, four, six. Four, six, seven, no five, has, four, six. No one has touched. Hey! Here we go. Hey! 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 The fix is the in. back. Come on up here, Hydar. Did you win, is really, it, or did you just raise your hand like a dick? Go ahead and go up there That's and Hydar. get your prize, you sir. We're just giving these things away individually. Hydar is only allowed to accept Hydar. anything. He's the tickets only have been influenced, sir. Tickets have been influenced. What? Oh, it's Marty riding on tickets the coattails of your wife. Typical uh, Hydar. Hashtag patriarchy. Any, any one item. Whatever this man's want. a fucking genius. Let me I tell would, you why. I would take the camera, by the way. There's a spoon. <laughs> yeah, you could take the camera. Peter. This Peter. Man's a ge- Let me tell you why this man, Hydar, is a genius. It's her. Is it Hydar or Hater? What are you going with? No, 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 please. No, don't no, don't no, say no. that. Tell us per- tell as, as a way. former public school teacher, I encourage students to please tell me how to say your name. Hydar. Okay, listen to me. This man has brewed a sour beer that is actually delicious. I know a lot of you pride yourself on going around saying, oh, I love fucking sours. No, you don't. Fuck off, because I that love sour just, beer, but you Okay, I know. Beltran, whoa, Mr. Yeah, okay. He does Listen like to me. sour beer, Beltran. Now you don't have to pretend anymore. This guy actually made a fucking delicious beer. It's on the menu tonight, am I right? And yeah. next weekend when, sir? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks? On, what? Woo! At Lincoln's, Lincoln's beer? beer? Two weeks? Do we follow have more him. raffles to follow go? Follow him online at when? When you where can they follow you online? Shojo. I like how Shoujo you grab that. Like, like it's Shojo Beer Co. Look at that. Nicholas, we have more raffles to go. We do. Five one six seven four. Where's my seven four, folks? Seven four forty five. Forty five. Great seven, number. Four four Great five. Number. Half of ninety. Half seven, of ninety. Seven four four five. Popeyes always great choice, sir. Let's give a shout out, by the way. I don't know why he grabbed the jigger, because literally all Eric drinks is whiskey. I know everybody here I know everybody here knows everybody, but let's give a shout out to our good friend Mike of Hungry Yokai. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sir, stand up. And Lissette. Mike and Lissette of Hungry Yokai. Listen to me. What is Hungry Yokai? 
Nick, do we have any more fucking raffles to go? Excuse me, we one do. second. You might know if you were up here. One second, Mr. Beltran. Sir, sir. I'm good right sir. in the back, sir. Sir, one second. Let's give a shout out to Hungry Yokai, who, by the way, every so often does a dumpling drop at Lincoln's Beard. Dumpling drop. Stand up, stand up, Mike and Lissette. Mike and Lissette, stand up. Stand, Mike and Lissette, stand up. Miami's best dumplings. Miami's and they best build dumplings. fucking Gundams. By the way, we're going to keep doing raffles until Beltran comes back, apparently. Set 51675. You get Beltran's car. It's super 24, old looking. 24, 24. This is for a 1978 Jimmy. You get 51675. You get Beltran's phone and Ludacris just texted him. You get Ludacris' no, number. No, no, no. You get Ludacris' no. cellular telephone number. You can call him right now. 7524. <laughs> it's easy to impersonate Beltran. Bro. <laughs> All right. All right. Sorry. If you're bro, not Ludacris, bro. 516, we have a piece of wood up here with your name on it. 516-7446. An, an inaugural 46. Florida Marlins bat. A mini Florida Marlins bat. I'm just going to first. <laughs> you guys are terrible. 516-7531. 3 one, that's the winner. Where are we at? One. Nobody wants a decanter. People just Do you know what you can put in there? I'll dig it. 516-7467. Just come up. Just get shit. Nobody's going to check your shit. Just come up here and go, no, oh. I just threw the ticket back in. Oh, my God. 516-7438. Everything is fake. Come hey, down. Insider yeah. trading. We just got insider trading shit, again. Everything. back. Belchon's back. It's We're a set. Here. You get all four things. Get all. <laughs> it's a Five set. Fuck it. Get a set. Fuck it. Get all of them, bro. Who makes the rules? The right. stage Whoever people. wins next, take Gaffey, two of those things. Take two glass. of those things. Get the glass. Go for it. Take two. The glass. Take two. What's right. expensive? No, take, take two of the Come four on. and the camera. Just take one thing so, Bel- so uh, Taco can sweat and keep running out numbers. Yeah, yeah. This is terrible. Five, whoever wins next gets literally all. everything on this table to include the dog. Including the, t- the camera. Five, one, six, seven, five, one, nine. You win a Sony. Hey, Matthew Kusher. Kusher, Matthew Kutcher. You got it, brother. Come Matthew on out. He does, he does There he out. goes. Now you can start Everything. your very own cocktail bar, Matthew Kutcher. <laughs> Take it, brother. Of End this night. Washington, D.C. Let's give it up, folks. Thank End you. It. Thanks for All putting right. us out of our Woo! misery. I could tell Matthew knew we were struggling up here. He's like, we need to. We, yeah. I don't know why I'm calling you him Matthew. I'm going to call him Matthew. You right could just now. literally call someone up. He needed it. He's just giving it Mom. to people. All right. Mom, please. We have, a, we have a question in the crowd. Go ahead. Michael, we have a question in the crowd. Michael? Go ahead. Me? Yeah, go ahead. What? No, do we have, do we have a question in the crowd? No, we, we don't have a question in the crowd. We're what is the best d- item at Chick-fil-A's menu? Spicy chicken sandwich. Go ahead. Yeah, please. They're asking, keep what engaged. is the best chicken item minis. on Chick-fil-A's menu? Oh, the chicken minis. What did he say? Chicken minis, sir. He said chicken minis. That's chicken chicken minis. minis. Just not available fine. on Sundays. It's fine. All right, so I want to have a violent debate, and I need everyone in here. No, <laughs> you, you need the, everyone in here no, for fuck's sake. What are the That's best, crazy. Go ahead. best fast food fries? Just scream it out. Checkers. No, che- checkers. Fuck off. Is, checkers are the oh, best McDonald's fast a, food fries no, of all time. McDonald's is a terrible answer. Arby's. John, I feel like you're grasping at Hold straws. Hold the wall. They, no, it's not a fast oh. food place. What? I'm going to say shake, shake, we're arriving shake, shake, at dessert. Shake. Mike, go ahead. No, I'm just saying. We've arrived at dessert. We've had the dessert. pizza. Dessert. We have a wrap? I hope. I hope. Sir? Every, 
I hope everyone Sir, has mix enjoyed. a lot of Maxwell? I hope What is the rap? Just come up with a freestyle. Freestyle. Mike, Mike, we freestyle. Can't hear you. Louder. Bro, I came to Maxwell for something sweet. No, stop that. Peter, you've drank too much. Sir. Your wife is going to drive drag you off stage. It's what's going to happen. There it is. The bottle is empty, sir. We've arrived at dessert. Before we get to dessert, our wonderful rapper extraordinaire of this entire thing that does not know what this course is at all, and he's going to come up with a rap right now. Holy shit. Freestyle. It's a freestyle. Mario, sir. All right. It's the end of the, the end of the show, right? Dale. For dessert is something that they named the criqueta. I don't know what that means, but it rhymes with croqueta. It's probably fried and small like Mike's penis. Uh. We played football together, so trust me, I've seen it. Uh. Alongside a summer of violence, imperial mango sour float. And if you haven't been to Lincoln's Beard, Ariette, Strange, what Beast. is it? Strange Beast. Beast. What else do we got? Tacos and tattoos. True. Kush. What other restaurants Kush, can we name? If you haven't been to those places, then you, my friend, are a joke. Go check them out. Go support your local people. Support your local artists. Support your local restaurants, bars. <laughs> Tip your bartenders. Uh, review on Yelp. If you like the place, review it. If you don't like the place, whatever it is, review and I love this guy right here. Thank you for having me, Nick. Everybody I love you too. Everybody, welcome to the Yelper and tell them what they thought. I love you, t- two guys up there too. Even though I don't know you, Columbus, Falco. We're gonna smoke a joint together one day. Love you guys. Probably right tonight. now. Legal. He's so he's so good with like the microphone. Like I I just learned so much. This is how you're supposed to hold the microphone when you like walk around with it. No, fuck off. Let me go ahead. Let me let me do me. No. So if no, if, I, if cool. I could say one thing real quick about this last dessert course, which is coming out. Um, this dessert, dessert course has essentially been, Belchan and I had a little bit of input, but Stephanie, Stephanie, where are you at? Come on, raise your hand, scream. Stephanie, Stephanie right the there behind the bar. The dessert. An incredibly. Cry baby all very subtle in yourself. Yeah, an incredible, an incredible woman things. and an incredibly talented pastry chef who is going to head up along with Tiffany back there. Raise your hand. It's going to head up Crybaby Creamery, which is going to be right next door, probably opening on 1 November. And this, this dessert is incredibly complex for absolutely no reason, and I fucking love it because they can do it, and that is why it's dope. So you're about to eat an ice cream croquette. Don't mean to stomp on your toes there, Mario. Love the rap. You're about to eat an ice cream croquette. Um... And it's going to be served with a, an ice cream float. Now, beer floats in, in our industry, in the beer industry, are almost exclusively imperial stouts with vanilla ice cream. So this one is going to be an imperial mango sour that we call Summer of Violence. And I think it's 9%. And it's going to be served with a tahine-rimmed ball jar with a small dragon fruit popsicle in it, which is local, dra- local organic red dragon fruit produced by a gentleman. Is he here, by the way? Brian, are you here? You're local and organic. He's probably not here, but local organic dragon fruit 
But for those that, that haven't eaten dragon fruit, it doesn't lend much flavor. It's very nutritious. It doesn't lend much flavor. So you're about to have a mango creamsicle. It's a vanilla dragon fruit pop that's dropped in a, in a ball joint with an imperial sour poured over top of it. It's going to be super fun, and you guys are going to love it. But long story, very long story long, is that huge props to the Crybaby team. We could not be more excited with, in Fire Pit Hospitality to have Crybaby launching. And um, let's go. Anyway, I don't even know where I'm at right now. Wow. Cheers. I'll give you a mango cream school whenever you want. Someone bring me some water. Mango cream school. I need more I think... wine. Where's Sergio? By the way, huge shouts, Monica. I, I think it's time. Nicolas, I think it's time for our very famous and very terribly led shameless plugs and wind down, sir. Yes. Can, can I provide one shameless plug real quick? It. Republic shame, Nash- no, no, we're not going to go into shameless plugs first. We have to go into the wind down first, which oh, Nick sorry, always sorry. leads. Nick is very stressed. Look at him. He's sweating. He's sweating so hard right he's now. He's never hated you more, Nick, He's very. He's sweating. He doesn't know what's going on. He's tried to cut off my mic several times. Three men and are going to kiss here. in Color Ridge. So if you listen to this ridiculous thing, you know that we usually do our parting recommendations. Each of the three of you will recommend a thing. It can be anything as long as it's not yours. Something these people should eat, they should watch, they should read, they should do. So whichever of the three of you wants to go first, make your recommendations to the people. Peter looks like he's put together. Oh, my God. What is? What are we doing right now? Uh, look, what am I going to tell you? This is, this is a shit show. I'm so excited to be here. Please, uh, what can I say that promotes me indirectly? Um, follow uh, Skybound Entertainment. That's the employer that, you know. They're that owned pays by, for your owned, insurance. Owned by Robert Kirkman, creator of The Walking Dead. Isn't they, that cool? Like to say that? They pay for your insurance. They pay for health care. That's my fucking My retirement crazy. plan. You understand? I got some attention when I said Walking Dead. <laughs> You know, eh, back table looked for a second. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Falco. What do you want to eat? Something to eat, something to do. I want, I'm hoping go. the dessert makes its way up to this table, the, oh, the, yeah, the wedding reception. Dessert. We're essentially like bride and groom and thruple. <laughs> By the way, anybody here been in a thruple? My wife and I were at in Arizona. So, moving on. No, 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 no. no. Anyway, okay. if I can provide some <laughs> recommendations. Cut us, Mike! Cut us, Nick, that's anyone here that's a, a mic, that's a that's mic you need to cut off. Get your money's worth. My man has had too many Negronis. All right. John, so, go ahead with your parting recommendations. If I could give my parting recommendations, something to watch. Absolutely. The fucking Connecticut. The Danbury Trashers, baby. Danbury you know Trashers, Go everyone. Trashers. Danbury Trashers. Untold, crime and Punishment. Watch it. It's fire. The most entertaining show I've seen on fucking TV for a long oh, time. Oh, it's unbelievable. Something to do. Go to the fucking park. If I could recommend Indian hammocks right Go there. Not, Mat- not Matheson hammocks. Which not are, Tropical oh, Park nice. where they rob your purses out of your it's car. A- Matheson hammocks is terrible. Indian hammocks, it's a park for real people. Enjoy it. Get out there. It's your city. What you should eat? None of our food. Go to. The- I want you to go to Publix. And I want you to get a Marie Callender's pot pie. It's the best pot pie. There's not a chef in Miami that can produce a pot pie that's that good. Sorry, Marie Callender's pot pie. 
at your local Publix. Thank you so much. My name is John. Mike, you have recommendations? Mike, is it my a, is it my turn for a recommendation, sir? It what's is. What's the best ludicrous song? So, for my recommendation, the shirt that I decided to wear for this podcast is a shirt that we are donating to charity, right? Nick, is that what we're calling it? Uh, I don't know what you're calling it. That's that's your thing. I mean, you know, the Patria Vida and slash Pig Ink shirt a large portion of the proceeds go to Cuba de Cide. And the shirt that I am wearing will be available to the public within the next month or so. And a gigantic proceeds of this shirt go towards keeping cell phones open and keeping them on in Cuba. And then another one of my parting recommendations would be to listen to my man himself, Marty, the guy who wrapped all the courses today. I actually warmed up. I warmed up for today because I can tell you, just like the first podcast I had with Falco, I had no want to do this today because my day was very long, but I love you guys anyways. And I listened to Marty for like 45 minutes and I was ready to go. I was ready to go. So listen to my man on Spotify. He's incredibly talented. He is one of my best friends. I love you very much. So those are my parting recommendations for the day. Um, there's t-shirt cannons. There's things that are happening. All the raffle pieces are gone. I haven't been at the table the whole time. Much to Nick's dismay. And I don't care because we're still here. So thank you so much. Except for that one table. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for doing this. This is an absolute fucking shit show, as I very much anticipated it to be. So, Nick, do your things. I would say, uh, I, I, because this has felt like one giant shameless plug for everybody involved, we can probably skip that. And you've all been on the podcast before, but your Falco hates money on social media. Attack Peter on social media, Pig Inc. over there on social media. Sure. So follow them on all the things. You can find them through there. As we conclude, just an FYI to all of you, uh, we didn't put them on the tables because we figured that might add to the mess. But uh, there is a cigar for each of you. Of course, you're welcome to smoke it outside here or take it home. Aganorsa cigars. Aganorsa cigars. We have for each of uh, the people here... One, not the whole box, relax. An Aganorsa rare leaf. Rabuso, thanks to Terrence over in the blue shirt. He won a raffle. He brought cigars. Thank you, Terrence, for being a great human being. And that's it. I think, I think that's the podcast. I think, I think we've reached our climax. This is the part when you buy the Uber and you send them home. Right. Very good. Thanks Fair to, thank you to everybody who came. <laughs> Thank you.